0: to our list. It's our top five picks.
1: It's objectively subjective. So listen along. Our lists are never wrong. It's not subjectively objective. It's objectively subjective.
0: Objectively subjective. Welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we give you our top five subjective lists. Some current, some relevant, and others are just marvelous. I wow. see so what you did there. I, so so I see what you did there. I am one of your hosts, Blake Allen, and with me today is the marvelous mutant, Paul Jansen. Mutant. Well, yeah, you can say mutant now. Yeah, we can. We on the rocks. We on the right. <laughs> Yeah, so today, uh, we are back in the studio.
1: We are back. Well,
0: I'm back in the studio. We are back. You never back, left.
1: But we're back together.
0: We're back together. We're back we to- assembled.
1: We assembled. I think we're...
0: I, th- I think people already th- know what the top five the, is today. we are picking
1: up on the themes, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh, today, we're going to do our top five Marvel villains. We've been meaning to do this for a while, but two we Two months. Just, for two months. Two months. We <laughs> well, we wanted to be with each other. And we also wanted to be together when we did this. Well, yeah. That, too. That, too. Um, so... <laughs> I'm very excited to be back. Uh we, you know, we've split because of the current pandemic going on. Right. But you know, I think I realized, hey, we're still working right beside each other and our kids are still together every together. Day. So there's no point.
1: There's still yeah, at this point it's just if we could especially with the schedules going back to wait. So that should be something too, guys. Going forward, it should be nothing but extensive, really high quality lists. Mm-hmm. Um so because our new schedule our old schedule is coming back yeah. and we're going to have time to really sit down and do this like we really like to. Yeah,
0: so don't expect top 5 numbers.
1: Uh, our, our, <laughs> yeah, top <laughs>
0: top 5 brands of crackers. Yeah, no, top 5 socks. Top well, you know, you got I mean, that, you, that got Gildan, actually still you got Gildan. You got Dickies. I'm a, I'm a Gildan guy.
1: I'm a Gildan guy. They're cheaper. Yeah, and they're high quality, man. They're pretty good for what they are. I we'll mean they're socks go ahead and do
0: this one. They're we'll socks just go ahead and do socks. They're <laughs> socks.
1: Okay. So like Blake was saying, our top, our list this week is Top Five Marvel Villains because April was Villains Month. Mm-hmm. And our last one we were gonna do was Top Five Marvel Villains because the week after was Black Widow. So we figured we'd say that one right before Black Widow. Well, as we all know now, Black Widow still hasn't come out. And, uh, and
0: neither has new mutants.
1: Uh, neither as New Mutants, <laughs> which, whew, that's a whole nother conversation for a different day. Oh, oh, and the monsters are back. The monsters are back. Uh, we the monster boys. So, uh, but yeah, we, uh, we decided to go ahead and finish our villain month in July. So, but, uh, like I said, we're excited man, because this is a, this is a list we've talked about for a while and, um, it doesn't need a whole lot of introduction other than the fact that, uh, we like to finish what we started. Better late than ever. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, I, I don't know who went first last week, but it doesn't matter because you started the show.
0: That means I go first, right? No, it means I go first. Right? That's the old formula? I think so. We'll do it that it's way. It's been so long since it's we've done so it that way. It's been a long road. about <laughs> you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so before we dive into this list... Uh, I want to uh, say a few disclaimers, and I'm not going to go into details. There were a couple of villains that are really obvious for this list that I personally left off, and I'm not going to say who they are because you might have put one or two of them on there.
0: I put obvious because I'm just, you know...
1: That's fine. Yeah. If they're, um, if they're genuine, genu- genuinely your favorite, mm-hmm. then to put them on there. You know, uh, Only one of the two I would, would have put in my list uh, because I do love that villain, but uh, we'll, we'll, when we get to that villain, if you name them, then I'll tell you why I didn't mm. include that person uh uh on my list. There uh unlike DC, um which this is this is gonna be funny. Uh uh let me look at my list real quick, let me double down so I make sure. Yeah, most of my list are from uh two series. So I pulled a d your DC.
0: I think I got three. <laughs> so I got three.
1: So uh hold on, sipple
0: Mmm, nothing like a good muster. (laughs) Uh, uh, Now, I'll go ahead and do a disclaimer, too, because, you know, if you're listening to this list or podcast, and uh, I haven't read a comic book since 2000 and maybe 13. Marvel, that is. So I'm not going to be a nerd about comic books. I will mention the MCU okay
1: yeah oh yeah Get well, over it. everything's, everything's <laughs> inclusive in this video yeah. games all of it you have a favorite villain for whatever reason whether from a tv show mm-hmm. you know because honestly like you know for pe- people in our generation especially when it comes to dc that's why you're a big fan of the batman villains because mm-hmm. batman animated series was what got you into comics like it doesn't like, have to be exclusive something gets almost everybody into comics and so for our generation a lot of us it was animated tv shows or movies mm-hmm. so uh i haven't actively read mainstream comics in a few years i am reading the the chip zadarsky uh, daredevil run yeah. right now but for the most part i just read i've been reading a lot of indie stuff lately, or whatever i can get my hands on via hoopla or the library so a lot of mine are from when i did read comics actively or from tv shows or whatever but mostly it is from comics for me but uh one of them, my my love for it came from a TV show. So, but yeah, so it, our 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 reasons will come from all over. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think uh I think that's uh good enough. So without uh further ado, a uh, further ado, ado, do okay
0: <laughs> further further adokey
1: further adokey. So let me sit. Oh, uh, oh, that's good. That's good.
0: God, it ain't nothing like a good monster.
1: Uh-uh. Especially the first thing in the morning. I love mm-hmm. having a heart attack by 10 o'clock. Especially if you
0: haven't, like, ate yet. <laughs> oh, I haven't
1: eaten either. <laughs> I, I was like, I was going to get me some, uh, uh, I will give me a chicken biscuit from 7 Levy. But uh, uh, I was like, you know what? No, it's my day off. I want to. Cause if I eat the biscuit, then I want one. Bre- I want one lunch because mm-hmm. not this late, and I want to get a good lunch. So Dude, I like, that's
0: that's the decisions I make when I'm off. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like I like, gotta to... go pay for breakfast. I wanna pay
1: for lunch. Yeah, cause I prefer lunch food over breakfast food. Yeah. So I'm gonna go get me some good lunch, which usually ends up just being McDonald's or something. Cause I gotta get something <laughs> for the kids and whatever. Uh, kids. I don't have kids, so Anywho. any 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 whomst. any hoopst. whomst. So uh okay so we're gonna get into this i'm gonna start the list i'm gonna come in with my number five so this is the one i mentioned earlier the uh the the, my love for this villain uh came from a tv show in the 90s uh and uh it had a, a really great theme song one that you know It didn't make my theme song list, but I don't know. Galactus is getting hungry. It is not Galactus, but uh, that is one of the theme song. uh, That's part of the theme song to the Fantastic Four, the nineteen ninety four version of it. My number five is Super Scroll. Uh, I yeah, he's recently my number five because he's fallen back on me uh, because I don't read FF anymore, and uh, you know they canceled it for a while because. Mm Because um, of Fox, right? Yeah, because Marvel is petty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. King so, petty. King petty. So uh, they, uh, they didn't have the comic for a while. And honestly, he hasn't been a super relevant character in a long time. But So let me go to a little history uh, on Super Scroll, and then I'll talk about why I like him and stuff. So uh, Super Scroll made his debut in Fantastic Four number 18 in September 1963. Uh, he was created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, uh, just like almost everything – uh, marvel did in the 60s um he uh his real name is clert <laughs> <laughs> it's kl apostrophe R am guessing that's how it's pronounced uh and he is not a human he belongs to the alien race the scrolls um and, you know and the whole scroll race kind of have uh, a tragic background story where he basically uh, their whole planet was destroyed. I- I'm not sure if it's been retconned on how. I-, I think Galactus is involved in it more than likely. And so they are basically a constantly a race trying to go to other planets and take over those planets. There are good scrolls and there are bad scrolls. Well, super scroll, Clerk. There have been a ton of super scrolls. Let me go and say this: the one I'm talking about is the original Clerk. So uh, he uh, was a soldier basically, and he gave himself to the army to uh, the scroll army. So they could perform uh, their version of a super soldier type test on him, and uh, oh no, monster! Okay, uh, and he uh, he was given all the powers of the fantastic four. So that's scrolls can shape shift. So he already has that ability. He can shape shift. But on top of that, he has, uh, the fire abilities, uh, super strength, like the thing, he can become invisible. He's elastic. He can fly because the human torch can fly. Um, I'm trying to think, uh, those are, that's mostly it. And obviously he's a master of, uh, disguise and stuff like that. Cause he can shape shift and he can throw his voice and mimicry and stuff like that. So
0: can he, can he be a turtle? a turtle yeah. you said he's a master of disguise i want
1: to be the master of disguise <laughs> am i not turtlely enough for your turtle turtle <laughs> uh, which also made uh one of our other lists the master of disguise yeah. so uh retro is uh, very uh so but anyway th- th- he made my list because i loved the really bad 90s fantastic four show um i own it all on dvd i also own the newer one which is Not very good either, but uh, I prefer the other one because of nostalgia. It is a really bad television show, but you know it's still fun. Yeah, it's like, but so like like it doesn't have to. Everything doesn't have to be the Batman animated series. Like you can, you can still be entertained by bad animation. Yeah, (laughs) so
0: you uh, can still be entertained by the awesome theme song
1: oh yeah <laughs> fantastic four <laughs> uh but uh <laughs> i think it's just a re uh a redone version of the 60s fantastic four cartoon oh, okay. uh, the an- the intro is yeah. i think it is because like it's like sue storm is invisible and like it, it i think the the line about the thing is it's just the thing <laughs> likes to fight that's his one thing they say <laughs> about him it's like okay cool I mean you couldn't think of anything else, uh, you think of
0: anything else. But, but uh like clobbering time
1: it is clobbering time but uh he uh super scroll was in several episodes because he is a big part of the fantastic four uh storyline um he's he sent to earth originally to um basically destroy the fantastic four so that the scrolls can come over take a take over earth and this is you know prior to the time when Mar- marvel wasn't really doing team-ups you know, because it's still the 60s. So they didn't really start doing the team-ups until like the 70s. Um, somebody can fact-check me on that, but I'm pretty sure. Well, like active team-ups until like the 70s. So it was pretty much every hero existed within their own comic line, even though they were all in the same universe. Uh, but this was like one of the places the scrolls wanted, and they felt like the only, the major threat to them was the Fantastic Four. And considering they're basically the first major heroes in the Marvel Universe, it makes sense that they're the considered the main threat to taking over the planet and that's pretty much his main goal during out most of his comic career <laughs> is uh trying to help the scrolls uh find new planets and he does end up uh you know getting aligned with uh some other i think he's really a part of big part of the uh was an annihilation storyline and he just becomes a really destructive force because he's, he's, he's military minded as well because he is a soldier um He's not like a brutal, ruthless villain, which you'll just you'll find on most of my on my list. Most of mine aren't, but I think that's kind of a Marvel thing. Like Marvel doesn't have a whole lot of really like just despicable villains, like DC does, like ones that just do really awful things, like the Joker and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The um there is one on my list too who, who is truly awful, but he uh, same. So, but uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, they uh, but. Other than that, like, it's, there's not a whole, there's some, some ones that are really, I, I find, like, Purple Man was really good, like, his iteration in Jessica Jones was much better than it is in the comics, and he's a truly, the, that adaptation is a really despicable uh, uh, version of that character, but I didn't know a whole lot about that character before the show, so I didn't feel like it was justified to put him on the list, and I'd really just be putting David Tennant on my mm, list. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's his name. I was trying to think of his name. Uh, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Um... Doctor Doom is it despicable cuz like isn't he just mad at um Mr. Fantastic cuz he was smarter than him at school or something?
1: Uh yes and no. There, he is a really deep character.
0: Uh, oh yeah, I know. I know. But, I'm, joking. I'm joking. But
1: uh but yeah, so uh,
0: also also speaking of Fantastic 4, do you think if we got a third movie, now this isn't counting a fourth movie. A third from Fox. Well, they were all well from they're Fox. All Fox. A third from Jessica Alba. Yeah, Jessica Alba and Chris Evans. Do you think we would have saw some Scrolls.
1: Uh, you know, I mean, they still had so many villains. I mean, you could have done Namor because Fox still owned them, owned the mutants, Mm -hmm. so he could have done Namor. Uh, you could have done Mole Man. Uh, which you know they should have done Mole Man in the first film. Oh yeah. Obviously, there's probably some money and technology. It's just the automatic jump to one villain for the Fantastic Four is it just feels empty because they have so many good villains. Oh, Uh, it just
0: it's it's almost like they don't have any confidence either. Like, eh. We might as well just go and you know, like yeah. DC,
1: yeah, <laughs> just drop their whole load, yeah, or act like you're going to drop your whole load with Justice League and then give us Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf. yeah, and then go. No, no, wait, well, that wait, wait, wait till you see the Snyder cut. <laughs> wait till you see the Snyder cut. Uh, wait, what's going on here? No, no, I messed up. <laughs> okay, For some reason it went dark. I don't know why it went dark. Um, but anyway, that doesn't normally happen. Anyway, uh, we're we're good to go, guys. Sorry, go. sorry for the sorry. Little, the bump and techno, uh technological uh, malfunction. I just need to m- keep an eye on that, I guess. Um, but what were we talking about? Scroll, scroll. Uh, you know, maybe. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of, during that time period. That's a lot of CG. So, I mean, you saw in the second. Well, not necessarily. The thing looked really good. So, uh I mean obviously, oh Silver Surfer did look good.
0: Uh, yeah, actually Silver Surfer, Surfer did Surfer look good. good. And you know, I'm assuming that's why they couldn't invest money into, you know.
1: But he also didn't have to change, cloud. right? Exactly. Oh god, I like, I don't uh, anyway. Uh but that's why I maybe mean, he doesn't have to change forms. You got to also spend all the CG on them changing forms and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now Marvel's already done scrolls and it looks good. They did a really good job with scrolls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, uh he also so he's made like I said he's made a lot of uh, appearances in a lot of different cartoons like Superhero Squad, and uh, I love that show. Yeah, he's in that a lot actually. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, is he's in Marvel vs. Capcom Three,
0: mm-hmm. A
1: Fate of Two Worlds. Take you on a ride. Uh, and so uh, he's one of my favorite champions on there. So uh, because uh, he's a multi-tool character on that game. So, but yeah, so like i said he's not uh truly vindictive and there's not a, uh there's more nostalgia is the reason i pick him and that's uh and i was really excited when they put him in mvc3 because i was like oh i love this character as a kid so he's just an interesting character i like his design i like the fact that he has all the powers of fantastic four fantastic four was what the first comic book i really heavily got into because my dad loved fantastic four so that's it's really that's why he made my list um uh, I love the fantastic four. I don't think it gets enough love from Marvel. Everyone kind of, it's the forgotten son. I think at this point of all the major uh, comic lines and it's disappointing because it's the first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, uh, so, um, but,
0: uh, hopefully I'm I'm ready to see what Marvel can do with it. I'm so ready.
1: So am I, because I, it, they have such a rich history and such a there's the characters are so well developed and, um, and there's a lot of really interpersonal stories that they could tell with that family, or with that you know that group, and you know their ties to every other with Spider-Man and everything with the Future Foundation. There's so much you could do with Fantastic Four. That's a whole other discussion for another day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so my number five is Super Scroll. All
0: right, uh, my number five is I wouldn't say it's uh, you know obscure, but. Um, I don't think a lot of people talk about this guy enough because I don't think he's been in a lot. But anyways, it's uh, Omega Red. I knew I knew you, you were gonna do it. it I, I knew it
1: because like me, it's design really. It's,
0: I, uh, yeah, that's and, you know I got a story with that. But anyway, so uh, Omega Red, uh, actually, you know his real name is um, a lot of letters. It's Russian, right? Uh, so yeah, it's, it's Russian. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go with uh, his last name is Rusevich.
1: I spell the first name.
0: Uh, well, it's Arcady. I Ar- almost, yeah.
1: Arkady? That sounds right.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. Arcady. It just doesn't sound Russian enough. Arcady Arkady.
1: Yeah, so last name is what? Rusevich? Oh,
0: Rusevich.
1: Arcady Rusevich. Arkady Rusevich.
0: Rusevich. Um, his first appearance was X-Men number four, 1992, uh, drawn by Jim Lee, which is my favorite comic book artist. Oh, there you go. I follow him on Twitch. Don't
1: say any more about those, because we can do a list about that. Ooh, you're right. Because there's thousands of great Let me, comic uh, book
0: artists. R- 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 Created and drawn by Jim Lee uh, and John uh, Byrne. Yep, that's right. John okay. I didn't know if it was Byrne. He's the writer. Yep. <laughs> I was asking, it all, I was like, how do I say this last it's name? John is it Byrne? or is it Byrne?
1: It's Byrne, yep. But, uh, B-Y-R-N-E? Anyway, yeah,
0: yep. that's it. Um, but yeah, uh, I mainly know this character from the animated series. That's where I first seen him. and um,
1: Which, you know, he's implemented like a year after his creation into that show. Yeah.
0: Uh, actually, that's not my first time seeing it. My first time seeing was I was a kid. My dad had a friend who was a huge nerd, and he, he collected a lot of cards, baseball, racing, Marvel. And he gave me his Marvel uh, 94 flare mm-hmm. and the first one I noticed was Omega Red. I'm like, what is this? This guy looks like he likes Metallica. I loved Metallica when I was a kid. It's it's one so of the I, I gravitated towards it.
1: It's one of the most nineties. It is designs. so
0: nineties. It looks like him, um,
1: Cable. You know all those characters.
0: What's the guy I'm thinking of? that can't draw. Oh, Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. He looks like a Rob. It Liefeld. looks like Rob Liefeld yeah. with a big knee which pads. Cable. Yeah. and all those are Rob Liefeld. Yeah, and that's what I thought did create it. It's honestly. very. It's very nineties. Yeah, it's, it's very nineties. He's. Uh, go ahead. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, you know, I got the card, and I'm like, "Who is this?" And then, I then I saw him on the, the cartoon, but yeah, so I automatically gravitated towards him because he kind of he looked like my dad at the time, honestly, because my dad had long hair and always had it up in the ponytail, and <clears throat> you know his moves are you know super strength and his tentacles that come out. Sorry, I keep hitting the table because I keep shooting my tentacles out of my hands. <laughs> But uh, he's not in a lot. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not in a lot. God damn, look at that. <laughs> I'm about to clip the hell out of that. <laughs> he's not in a lot. Uh, and I don't know if they use him more today because I haven't read X-Men in forever. Uh, you know, I haven't either because we've talked about this before in
1: person. I, I, while I loved the X-Men as a kid... I just stopped reading it, man, because it, it's the most convoluted, diluted history, and it's all over the place.
0: Yeah, the timelines don't make sense, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, the thing is, is they travel through time.
1: Yeah. And from what I understand, though, somebody just recently was an internet artist, was commissioned to do basically the entire x-men history in one volume and like in an omnibus and it, it sums up everything in order and it's supposed to be really good and i can't remember i hate that i don't remember the name of it i know somebody out there does um but and i apologize guys if i can find it i'll post it on facebook whatever but um that's what we need to start doing a lot more of that like posting like links and stuff like that and images mm-hmm. of stuff we talk about be more productive on social media it'd probably actually help us yeah. you know, but uh, but yeah it uh uh it does a pretty good synopsis of what's going on and apparently the new house of x and powers of x or house of, yeah house of x powers of x whatever it is storyline by um uh, who does it Oh, uh, i can't remember who, who's writing it but anyway um it's supposed to be really good but you know like I said, like we said like it's the x men history is really hard to follow mm. and not all of it is really good <laughs> so but uh that's another part of the problem
0: yeah um what was i about to say oh uh he was supposed to be in deadpool too but they cut that
1: right he's the blonde hair guy yeah. so I, the, I don't know
0: if they cut it or they just didn't really uh, they didn't focus he's on he's in it
1: but he's just like a background. passerby yeah, yeah yeah in deadpool too so um but uh, yeah cuz they focus more on black tom cassidy mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh Uh, let's see another thing too is the uh my wife got me the marvel superhero um arcade up is that what's called arcade one up uh yeah yeah the arcade one up yeah she got me that for christmas last year and uh omega red is my man
1: and he's on mvc2 right or just marvel versus
0: yeah he's on mvc2 but that that one's just uh, um that one's not Marvel's Capcom. It's just Marvel superheroes. Okay, yeah. And then you got X-Men.
1: Right, which all of those were 90s games. Yeah. So so he was still an active character
0: yeah. then. And he's very 90s, so yeah, he's going to be there.
1: I honestly don't... I, I'm kind of curious, like, when's the last appearance he made? I, it has to be a long time ago. Like, mm-hmm. I I bet it's been at least 15 years.
0: Unless, you know, now he's doing stuff. But, you know, I mean, you don't keep up with...
1: No, yeah, I, which I don't think he is. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's one of those things where writers are also probably trying to steer away from the whole Russian thing right now because it's just a delicate thing because you're still trying to sell comics all over the world oh, not yeah. to just Americans. So uh, that was a very like Cold War sentiment at the end of the 90s, like anti-Russian things. Like, let's create Russian bad guys wherever bad guys mm-hmm. from Russia or from the U.S. USSR, which they wouldn't have been anymore by 92, but would have been only three years removed really since the Cold War ended. And it was still kind of touchy subjects then in the early 90s. So yeah, uh, that's probably why kind of that character went away, because it's a really bad stereotype. He's also a really bad stereotype, especially on the TV show. Oh, yeah. I'm going to kill you, X-Men. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, I also do have a few like Omega-Man figures. So.
1: Yeah. Who found that first one for you? Did, was it you? Yeah, I remember because I called Toy Fed and had him hold it for you while we were in the movie theater.
0: Oh, you're talking about the uh, Marvel Legends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, good, the good one. The good one. I I opened it and posed it. I wasn't going to open it, but I did. You got to, though. Yeah, I got got to open my figures. Now, the only ones I'm not going to open are my uh, Power Ranger uh, uh, Legacy because they don't pose very well, so they just look better in the box.
1: And you don't need to because you got the I got the good ones. All right on. So you're number
0: five. Yeah, my number five is Omega Red.
1: Omega Red. So my number four is a character that I became more of a fan of in my – i won't say it, I, young adult life i was like 21 22 when i really started getting heavy back into comics again um and i got into this character because of the civil war series because he became uh it's like what, 2006 whatever because he uh he was uh actively used more as an anti-hero during that storyline but uh he originally is brought in as a villain my number four is taskmaster um taskmaster's first appearance was the avengers 195 in may 1980 he is uh created by david Michelinie and george perez uh, Michelini is the writer george perez is the uh artist and if for those who don't know number my number five stan lee is the writer jack kirby is the artist but if you know anything about comics you guys know that already i don't think that needs to be said and uh, I'll give you a little background about the character. Uh, his real name is Anthony Masters or Tony Masters. Um, his powers are: he has a genius level intellect. He's a master hand to hand combatant, master marksman. Uh, he has a photographic uh, re- uh, reflex reflexes. Basically, he can see what you do and instantly know how to do it. Um, so, and he's a master at mimicry. Uh, so that's he's literally gone toe to toe with people like uh like like avengers who have super strength and stuff like that because he can go hand to hand uh uh his appearance is like he wears a, a white cape he has like a, a skull looking type mask his body armor is like orange and blue he has a sword and he has a shield uh he's just a really cool design i think that's kind of why i gravitated to him his character is really interesting he's very dry uh and uh He's a mercenary, basically, essentially. So he's not like the the super. Like I said, this is pretty common for a lot of Marvel villains. They're not all super evil. A lot of them have uh, their reasons, personal reasons for doing what they're doing. You know, outside like mob bosses and stuff like that. Like a lot of them are trying to solve some kind of problem in their life, and they're just going about it the wrong way. Uh, and he's uh, but he's a former soldier. He's trained a ton of people. Uh, a lot of like, you know, Crossbones, other bad guys. He actually trained U.S. agent um like i said he's just a really cool character i like the design and in civil war he's hired by the uh the new agency that takes over to train the new up-and-coming heroes the the licensed heroes and so he trains a lot of them um and then the, one of the newer the deadpool inc run he changed a lot of the deadpool uh underlings and so uh, that's more what he's used for now commonly um, but originally he was like a, he, I think he's like a, a big Avengers villain, black widow villain, um, so on and so forth. Uh, he's gone toe to toe with, uh, cap a lot. Uh, and like I said, because if, if your main power is you're a fighter, mm-hmm. a hand, hand fighter, you are at a disadvantage against taskmaster because basically because his, uh, photographic reflexes, he can instantly know what you're doing before you do it. And, He actually ended up using, uh, I think it was like a Russian serum uh, that allowed him to enhance his already great photographic memory to superhuman levels, which is why, like he he said, he can imitate your moves immediately and knows what you're going to do, which is why the one person that is his foil is Deadpool. Because Deadpool is the one character in all of Marvel who's unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Like, even Deadpool doesn't know what his next move is. So, that's why Taskmaster has such a problem with him. So, Taskmaster's also been a Spider-Man villain. Like I said, Taskmaster's one of those guys that he's just like, he's your everyman villain. He's Deathstroke. You know what I mean? Like, he's the guy that you can literally throw up against anybody in the Marvel universe without cosmic abilities. And it becomes relatively believable for a while because of his abilities. Um, I do have... I have a pop of this guy. He's hmm. somewhere. I don't know where he is. He's. Uh, I don't have any other figures of him. There. Aren't, I don't know that there are a ton of. them. I know there is a Legends, but I didn't. Unfortunately,
0: didn't get to get it. Well, you know, if I would have known that you love Taskmaster that much, I have one.
1: Is that what you? Uh, what What'd you use? What'd you do with it? I traded it in. Oh, you recently traded it. Yeah. In. Oh, bummer. It's all right though. <laughs> it's probably up there. I can go there and get it for
0: ten bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I go there today yeah, and get it for ten cheap. bucks. Yeah. I might do that. <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's you know it's uh, comic book. Was it out of box? It was out of box. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I was building Thanos. Oh, uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might not get it because you know how I am about in yeah. box. Uh, so when it comes to action figures, I like them. I in don't box. know
0: if that one's rare. I have no clue. I might go up there and look around today.
1: I got nothing else to do. But um, yeah, so uh, he has made appearances in Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Take you out.
0: Was he? Run. Was he in the? Uh, was he in the base? game or he's he one you ultimate? unlock. He's one
1: you okay, unlock. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um he uh, he's in the new Spider Man game. He's all us yeah. he has a whole challenge line. I played that game.
0: Mostly. Like ninety nine percent of it. I literally hundred percent of that game. Well you know like I mean I, not like ninety nine percent of the game like ninety nine. You almost the finished the story. story. Yeah. yeah. I hundred percent of the game. Actually I did more of the side quests than I did the story. It's you know? just it was so much fun. I yeah. got wrapped up in them side quests. I think that was my I think that's what Burnt me out. See, the, I I should have went and did the story and then went then, back. Yeah, yeah see, but, but I'm a RPG
1: guy, so I like the grind. So I do all the side quests to get all the outfits and the extra abilities and stuff. So I was so overpowered by the time I got to the final bout, I, it, it was cake.
0: Well, I, you know, I got that. It was fun doing all those side missions with the book bags and all that. And so I did do them. And then once I got back to the story, I'm like, I'm done with this game. I'll pick it up later. But then I didn't because Smash came out.
1: And then you found out the end of the ending anyway. Yeah, right, so. so. But that miles morales stuff.
0: i'll probably pick it up oh i'm (laughs) definitely picking that up
1: um and obviously he's supposed to be in the this would have been relevant if we were doing this Mm -hmm. timely oh yeah he's supposed to be in the new black widow movie uh we don't know who's portraying him now that i've looked it up that uh the actor we thought was portraying him i don't think is he's playing a whole nother character okay so we'll see
0: um do you like the design now that there's more photos and you know there's actually a figure of it I don't. I I hate it. (laughs) I don't like the design. I hate
1: it because, and the real reason I hate it is because you see all these other, uh, like, foot soldiers in the trailer that look look just like him. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have the cape, which is the biggest problem for me is, like, his hood and cape is one of the, like, the signature looks of him. Um, I didn't see a shield. Um, I don't remember seeing don't a shield. I don't
0: remember seeing a shield. The only thing that's like you know says, "Oh, this is Taskmaster, is That little strip of orange.
1: Yeah, he's a tiny strip
0: of orange, yeah. and
1: that I think the face mask is a little bit of a skeleton, but it's not. It's like drawn on a regular face it's like mask, a Casey
0: Jones mask. Yeah,
1: it's not like a real. Uh, if the if the guy acts it well, that's all that really matters.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not being neckbeards and like, right, yeah. oh, we're not going to see it because no, no. that's not my Taskmaster. No, but. yeah, I, I'm excited to see
1: it still. Yeah, it, uh, it's just. That's a little bummed because it doesn't look great, but it doesn't look You do look want terrible.
0: to see a skull mask. I mean, cause Marvel can do it. They pulled off Mysterio. They can pull off Taskmaster. Oh, Mysterio
1: looks so good.
0: They can pull off Taskmaster. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, like I said, I'll reserve
1: judgment until I see it fully mm. in action, standing still up close. Now, my worry is, like, like we talked about this, is the trailer, I think, might be, I think they're going to Black Manta with him. You think so? Yeah, where he's... No, he's not the main villain. Like yeah, he's yeah. just in the movie like casually for like ten minutes total. Like Black Manta was in Aquaman, mm-hmm. so I think that's what we're going to get, unfortunately. So, uh, but as long as they use him more going forward, I'd be cool with it. Um, uh, even if he's like a throwaway villain in every like oh, next yeah. Cap America movie or something, though with uh, Black Widow or whatever, or if he made an appearance in Black Widow and Winter Soldier, that'd be perfect. That's where they should have used him. Anyway. Because been, he'd been a great fool for a TV show for those two characters. Oh, yeah.
0: but I mean, still possible. It's still possible. We don't know. We don't know
1: yet. Cause they're supposed to start filming next month. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway. So, uh, but yeah, he's supposed to be in the new Black Widow movie, So which still hasn't come out yet. So, that's still a thing. Um but yeah, yeah, you know, my I got into him more. First, brought me to him was his design. And the older I've gotten, I like the more street level characters, just because they're more believable. Um, I do like the fantasy stuff and the bigger, high, cosmicy guys. But the older you get, the less they make sense in common sense storytelling so you're like you got to really suspend some disbelief and when you mix them in the same world as a spider-man like it's yeah like, it's like it becomes a little harder to yeah. to dive into it
0: does like especially now the mcu it does it is hard to be like well, what's what, what even is the point of neighborhood spider-man right uh, exactly and they I, I'll give I'll give them this. They They're doing ma- a good job. At yeah, it.
1: they made him work for Endgame and all mm-hmm. the cosmic characters and stuff like that. You know, and it did make, I think it made more sense when they, to kill him off the way they did initially at the end of Infinity War, because it kind of like, okay, so we don't have to figure out how to make him travel through space and do all this stuff. What mm-hmm. does it bring him back when the big fight happens on Earth? Yeah. So, and, uh, but yeah, so my number four is Taskmaster.
0: Taskmaster. All right. Well, my number four is good old Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. Cletus. Uh, anyways, that's Carnage from Spider-Man. Speederman. Bill Spider-Man. Uh, his first appearance was in The Amazing Spider-Man, number 361, 1992. Mm-hmm. Created by David uh, Mis- Michelini? Michelini, I think. Michelini. Michelin, I think. Michelin, Michelin mm-hmm. tires. And uh, Mark Bagley. As the artist. Yeah,
1: because David Michelinie also created Taskmaster.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. You just said the name.
1: He also helped create Venom and a few other characters.
0: Venom? Venom. Venom. He is part of the Symbiote family. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, I'm so glad they fixed that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The reason I like this character um, is from the animated series mostly, not from the comics. Right. I mean, you know, I, I know him from the comics, but I mostly know him. From cartoons and even recent stuff, and um, I just I just love his design, and I love how and he's the Joker of Marvel, basically. Mm-hmm. I would say that, right? Essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's his backstory, not in the cartoon, but his backstory in the comics is he is a vicious murderer. Yep. So, um, you know, I don't I, I can't remember the last time I seen him in the cartoon, but I don't think they touch on that at all, do they?
1: In a cartoon? Yeah. In the newer one.
0: Oh well, the animated series, the '94. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah, I know, but they don't like say, "Hey,
1: he killed oh, a dog no, in a no, drill." No, no,
0: no, no, they no, don't no, say any of that. No, he,
1: he's just he's a criminal. Yeah, I think he's, he's just a, in jail when yeah. he gets released. Yeah, I
0: don't know if they touched that much on Carnage in the animated series. Did they?
1: it was just that one series.
0: Yeah, uh, and uh, it's same thing with Omega Red. The reason I love Carnage is because of my um, flare cards. Is he had the best ones? Who is? His design is Todd McFarlane, correct? Uh, it's got to be. It's well, got to no, be cuz it, it, was, it what? was
1: Mark Bagley created him.
0: Yeah. 92 uh, cuz what? Uh, Venom Venom is Todd McFarlane. Cuz what? Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man was what? It's in the 90s. It's the 90s. So w- when, the one, when did
1: Venom come out?
0: Uh, Venom came out in the early, was it early 80s? Uh,
1: no. No, no. Yeah, Venom so I think he might have been moving on from at that time. So he uh-huh. might have never actually actively drawn drawn Carnage. Druid. Drude, Yeah. But, you know, he created that whole symbiote look, though, because mm-hmm. he created Venom.
0: And, and Carnage has the most symbiote look. Oh, yeah. And, like, the craziest designs with his hands, and he's just lanky.
1: I want uh, Disclaimer real quick. I'm not going to talk a whole lot about Carnage.
0: I, that's what I figured. Um... Well, you know, I don't want to talk too much either. I'll just give some personal. There you go. I'll just give some personal history on, and we uh, can carnage. dive,
1: maybe dive, maybe possibly maybe dive, dive in I a, little know, maybe a little bit more. Touch
0: back yeah. on a little bit. I think I just gave my personal history. I love the cards. Mm-hmm. I had the figures when I was a kid, and then you know now I do have the most recent figures in my Spider-Man. What would you call that? Um, I have a whole scenery. Yeah, that. Yeah, that carnage. Uh, I have a whole like fight scene. What'd you call it? What'd you call it a diorama? A diorama. diorama. Yeah, it's a diorama that was um, constructed by my good friend Michael Vickers. Michael Vickers, the king, the of king of posing. posing. Yeah, he's such a poser.
1: Not, not in, not like. No no no, 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 like he, someone who poses, someone who poses, someone who does posings. Yes, he's opposing
0: her. He's opposing her. There you go. go. Posinger. Um, her. <laughs> let's see. Uh, the oh yeah another thing I'll mention um, is Maximum Carnage uh, first, I had it for waiting for Sega it. Uh, Sega uh, was my childhood so I was yeah. waiting
1: for you to mention like, how's he not going to mention well, Maximum you know, Carnage I, gotta, I don't have my stuff Did on do you have paper. Red Cartridge
0: uh, it was for Sega I'm pretty sure it was Red Cartridge yeah. had, had, I didn't know they had it for Super Nintendo uh, I yeah. thought it was explicit. I think it came later. Okay. I think it came later. But yeah, uh, they got. we got the red cartridge. Yeah, Now, so Super Nintendo didn't? I don't think so, no. <laughs> that's lame. Yeah, I think it's, it's just a regular gray cartridge. Yeah, that's lame. So, uh, yeah, I had... Uh, the two main games I had that I played religiously at my dad's was um, NBA Jam and Maximum Carnage. And Boogerman. Uh,
1: I loved
0: Boogerman. Boogerman... Wait, Boogerman was Super Nintendo. No, Boogerman was on both. It was on both. Okay. Yeah. SNES was at your mom's, correct? SNES was at my mom's, and... Sega was at my dad's Spoiled boy. Look, that's what happens when your parents split at a really young age. So when my
1: parents split, I had the Sega at my dad's house and
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs> well you know, it's like I don't I don't know if my mom intentionally just became a Nintendo mom, but you know, at my mom's it was Super Nintendo and then all the Game Boys. I was spoiled. They did their best. I was an only child. Oh, I wasn't an only child. My sis was nine years older than me, so, you know.
1: She was out. She was she out. Was, she left the nest.
0: Yeah, she left the nest real quick, early. So, I got what the hell I wanted. There you go. So, uh... So, it, yeah, so, uh, my number four is... Carnaggy? <laughs> Carnaggy. Carnage. All right. He's just, he just such a badass. Yeah, he is. Set so, a piece of crap. <laughs>
1: and he, yeah, he definitely is. So... Uh, All right, so we're going. My number three, we're going to go and stay in the Spider-Man world. Uh, This is uh, a character I fell in love with because of the Spider-Man animated TV series.
0: Oh yes. Uh,
1: My number three is Doctor Octopus, or Doc Ock. Uh, So uh, Doctor Octopus made his comic book debut in Amazing Spider-Man number three in July 1963. I think he might. No, he's not. He's he's not the oldest villain of mine. I have, I have an older villain, um, created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko was the artist on the Spider-Man series, and uh, uh So Doctor Octopus's real name is Otto Gunther Octavius. His abilities are he's a genius uh, genius level engineer and in, inventor. Uh, his powers, well, if you want to call them powers, come from an accident where basically the whole. He's, like, performing, trying to create these uh, appendages, like, uh, for for good, and it blows up, and I think it kind of messes with his brain, right? And mm. he gets these metal appendages attached to his back, to his spinal column. They fuse to it. And he, uh, so he has these giant four extremely powerful, near indestructible metal appendages uh, four, there are four of them. So including his natural limbs, it gives him eight, which is why he's Dr. Octopus. Uh, he has telepathic control of his, uh, metal arms, which I don't know if it's necessarily telepathic. I think it's just because it's, they're connected to a spinal column, which connects to the brain. So I think the brain just naturally controls them, but Mm. it's, they refer to it as telepathic. I think it's just literally a part of his system, his, his body system now. Um, and then, uh, he, uh, he has his other form that he ever had was Superior Spider Man. So when he goes inside of Spider Man's body and he has all Peter Parker's abilities and stuff too, which is a really cool storyline.
0: That was a really cool storyline.
1: So, yeah, and he falls in love with Aunt May and mm. all that stuff. So, the reason, I, uh, you know, obviously I liked him because he was a cool design. When I was a kid, it's like this dude has four giant metal arms. I want those metal arms. Uh, he was a really fun character. The show paints him more as a straight up just evil dude. Oh, yeah. And like I said, like most Marvel characters especially out of all especially with a lot of spidey characters, uh a lot of the major Spidey villains are just a lot of misunderstood people. Uh, you know, except in for the some of the symbiotes and stuff like that. But even that, even like you know, Eddie Brock, uh Doc Ock, uh uh Lizard. Lizard, uh Morbius initially, like mm. a lot of just misunderstood people. Um uh, but he uh I, I like to equate him to I think he's Marvel's Mr. Freeze um in the sense that he's just a really tragic villain uh and the, it, it was never his intention to be a bad person uh he was ooh, excuse me mustard he uh was trying to better the world by creating appendages for people who are paralyzed which I think is a retcon mm-hmm. but uh you know he was trying to invent things to make the world a better place and an accident, led him to basically go insane and become an evil person and started using these things to now he's trying to destroy things to steal things and hurt people to better the world. And he feels like eventually I think like Spider-Man is, uh, the, uh he blames Spider-Man for his problems. That's kind of Spider-Man's plight, right? Is most people hate Spider-Man because they feel like Spider-Man is their problem, uh, made the bad things happen to them. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. everyone just gets mad at Spider-Man. Uh, they're like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, damn it guys. <laughs> uh, which, you know, uh, I wanted to make, you know, you know, if we're doing top uh, top Spider-Man villains, I mean, number one is 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 poverty, right? So it's like, yeah, that's true. That <laughs> dude's always fighting. That's why I love Spider-Man Two as an adult. I think I appreciate it more than I was I did when I was a kid, which is kind of the opposite. Is uh, he's so relatable in the sense that that dude's trying to just. Make rent,
0: just live his life, live life, yeah. And
1: yeah, like, and he shows how hard it is to try the the balance between because you can kind of forget with like Captain America and Thor that you know they're not real people; they're mm. larger than life gods. You know, what I mean, Spider Man is just a just a dude trying to make it in the world that has these powers, and he's has this inner, inner conflict of whether I should do the right thing or just screw it and just be a normal person. And, you know, so he has this constant conflict. But anyway, a lot of his villains are that way too. And that, uh, Doc Ock is no exception. I think the Ultimate version, Ultimate's version of Doc Ock is truly a bad guy. Uh, but. Well, um, I. He's like super evil. I remember the cartoon and the Ultimate's cartoon. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Now I'm thinking of the Ultimate animated series. Doc Ock is um, a woman.
1: Is he. I know he's a woman in the movie Into the Spider
0: Verse. You're right. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, because of. That's what I'm thinking yeah, of. the yeah, show is yeah. the evil version yeah. with the long hair and stuff. I was thinking, for some reason, the uh, Disney show. Was it Disney that did the Ultimate yeah, Spider-Man? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Because I, I know they, did, they changed a lot of uh But yeah, it's like the Ultimate storyline. Yeah, yeah, so they
1: all look a little different. Like the like uh, Scorpion is like an actual Scorpion, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I
0: think he just looks really different. Yeah, Extremely he does. Extremely different. He's yeah. got long hair. He yeah, looks kind of like it. slimy yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm thinking of. Uh, that's the Ultimate. Yeah, because he's a, a woman in uh, into the Spider-Verse. He's a she. So she's a really good villain. She put that uh, Catherine Hahn does her voice in that. Yeah, the she only does a great job. the
0: only one I I just do not care for. And that uh, the in Spider Verse inner Spider Verse is Scorpion. Yeah, but he's so minimal. Yeah, I know, and I he know he's minimal, but I just, I just like Scorpion. I just yeah. God, that one looks. It looks like the Scorpion King from uh the uh, the Mummy. <laughs>
1: I, I don't mind it. I like, I, but like I said, I'm not a scorpion guy, no. so it doesn't
0: bother me either
1: way. So,
0: uh, other than that, that movie is 10 out of 10. Yeah. it it's arguably, <laughs> it does not take away uh, from the movie. It's
1: arguably the best comic yeah. i film ever made, but that's a whole other discussion also for another day. Oh, yeah. So, um, uh, he, uh, uh, Dr. Octopus has made a ton of appearances in video games, all, every Spider Man game. Uh, he's, spoiler the major villain of the most recent Spider Man game. Um, He's the final boss. <laughs> oh, I
0: totally don't see that coming. No.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, such a good storyline. God, that's so good. He uh, is. He is in one live action movie, Spider Man Two, the Sam Raimi Spider Man, 2. which is the
0: best of the three.
1: It is. It absolutely is. Uh, Alfred Molina does a wonderful job as Spider Man. Um, Spider Man uh, as Doctor Octopus. The first <laughs> one's not bad either because uh, I think the first one's good though because Willem Dafoe. Willem it, Dafoe no, is no, the no, perfect. No, you ain't got
0: a priest to me. Well, I know you love them. But
1: the first two aren't bad. Oh yeah, the CG is bad, but the, the first stories two aren't are bad. bad.
0: The third one's fantastic.
1: Uh, anywho, and so, somebody
0: agrees with me,
1: huh? Somebody agrees. Somebody out there somewhere <laughs> uh, agrees it. They've probably not listened to this show, uh, but <laughs> uh,
0: they. Uh, well, you know, speaking of yesterday, I was working with Alfonso, and we were talking about the Spider-Man movies, uh-huh. and he just went hard on three, and I went, um, "Yeah, I like it," <laughs> <laughs> but. I thought Willem Dafoe, if they ever do a
1: Norman Osborn again, just bring back Willem Dafoe. Exactly. The dude looks like Norman Osborn. Yeah, like that's just, all you need. He's so good. I love Willem Dafoe.
0: I mean, they brought back uh, Jay Jameson. So. Yeah, Jay Jameson. He's already filmed
1: his uh, scenes for the next Spider-Man. Sweet. So he's definitely in it.
0: Spoiler alert. Yeah, I just saw it on but, the know, internet. On uh, the well, no, no, not spoiler alert for that, but spoiler alert that he was... In the last one. well, look that movie's over a year oh, yeah, old. Yeah. If you, you haven't, haven't seen, seen that, this don't point, quit listening to this
1: podcast. What are you doing? Exactly, stop right now. Yeah. Go watch uh, Spider Man. That one's far from far home. from home. Okay, far from home. Far far from fired from <laughs> home. I fired it. Um, so yeah, my number three is Doctor Octopus. <laughs> I fired
0: it. <laughs> I fired it. <laughs> uh, let me let me go to my number three and. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my th- now my number three is getting my number get- th- th- my, my number three is getting real hungry because Galactus is getting hungry. Yeah, my number three is Galactus, and you already knew.
1: Okay, like I said let I- me stop you real quick. Okay, this was one of the two I was talking about. I figured um, this one would have made my list. Mm-hmm. I-, I did not put them on my list for a couple reasons. I knew for a fact you were putting them on your list. Oh yeah. And uh, number two, I just feel. Uh, I- He's, I didn't want to put anybody too OP on my list. Oh, he is OP. Way too OP. He's a world devourer. He eats planets. He eats planets like yeah.
0: groceries. Like groceries. Eat the planet like groceries. And it's like,
1: no one ever really truly defeats him. They just irritate him enough to go, all right. All right,
0: I'll go back to... <laughs> I'll, eat I'll go eat planet. Mars. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's like... He, it was too op, like he. So I he kind of got excluded from the list along with one other villain, which I think might make your list. And if he does, I'll bring it up. If not, then we'll bring that up later as well. So might, uh, uh, I'd,
0: might, no, might, might,
1: yeah, uh, he's gonna make your list. Um, so
0: what? Well, okay, now what was the device? I should have wrote it down. What was the device that uh, Mr. Fantastic uses that does defeat Galactic Or you know, just the initial run, the big
1: ray or whatever. Yeah, or,
0: well, it's just a little handheld device.
1: Is it because in the anime series it's a giant thing they mount on top of the building?
0: Yeah, what does it do? Is it like um, it's like a big cosmic
1: ray it shoots cosmic beams at him? Oh yeah, or yeah. Well,
0: no, no, this is something that was. Uh, oh, my God. It's like an antimatter thing or something. Something I don't remember it. It don't make sense. No, well, it, I mean, it's not, know, not also real. Science. Galactus walking to Earth to eat it doesn't make sense. He's so. walking in space. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. To. If they do put Galactus in MCU, which is going to happen, I want to see him coming to Earth and how he does it. It's just. Wedding to Earth, come to Earth, come to. Uh, <laughs> come does he just ride a big motorcycle? <laughs> he's or? just, he's like, yeah, he's like a giant Lobo, or like you know, he's on like, his, I'm here, <laughs> pastages
1: to just eat your planet. <laughs> I'm here, and I'm ready to eat.
0: Then it's he's like a guest on dinners, or what is it drives dive ins and or whatever with Gauffer? Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> eating planets. You're uh, like totally large, man. <laughs> I'm gonna try this Earth with you. <laughs> um, no, but I want to see, like. Well, on his way to Earth, does he just bump into other planets and say, like, no, I'm not uh-uh. eating that. uh
1: uh-uh. That one looks like trash. That Straight. That
0: looks like, this looks like McDonald's. I'm going I to think, Culver's. I think, it's,
1: <laughs> I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, obviously, you're probably going to state this. But he doesn't find the planets on his own. Oh, no, no. So, he uh, he has Herald's. He has or, Herald's, Silver which, Surfer. Which is the most famous one mm-hmm. uh, that he sends out and. To find these planets, because he's lazy. He's oh, yeah. he's an immortal who just wants to. F- it's
0: basically basically DoorDash. It's basically DoorDash. Yeah, it's the <laughs> Super first- surfer the- is DoorDash. Is DoorDash.
1: <laughs> yeah, Uber Eats. Uh, right, uh, I think the whole idea is that the 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 planets that are most rich for him are ones that can support sentient life. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So the planets have a lot of minerals and all this stuff. And that's the ones he chooses to eat. So and the Earth is you know. You know, in whether in this world or whatever in this universe is you have so, it supports so many like superpowered beings and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like it's, so many. It's like the central focal point of the entire universe. Yeah. So but, Um
0: Well, we'll go into a little bit of history. There you go. Uh Galactus was uh first appearance was actually this might be my oldest one. Nope, never mind. Uh nineteen sixty six, Fantastic Four number forty eight. There you go. Uh now was Fantastic Four's first villain Mole Man? It was. very okay. first episode. It, right. Episode, episode Issues. We watch more TVs than comic books. Sorry. Well, I do. I don't know about you. you uh, nowadays. Read, yeah, nowadays. Yeah, you've probably read more comics than the shows, but me, oh, yeah, it was more about TV because I am lazy. Oh. I like watching my stories. They teach each their own. Stories is stories. Um, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. There you go. As you mentioned earlier. Uh, uh, we talked about, you know, his eating planets. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he was, uh, anyways, he was a, a being uh, before the Big Bang. Mm-hmm. And then the Big Bang happened. Right. And then he got a big bang. <laughs> it big did bang didn't it? He big did, bang did. He uh, big did, banged did. Anyways, when the universe came to an end, I want to act like I'm not reading. You know, I'm trying to figure yeah, out yeah, a right. way to be like, Let me just. But the pause is just. Yeah, but I just like, I can't act. And can't. they. And uh, and and um and then t- t- I lose t- t- and then I lose my spot on my because I got my notes written on my phone and not paper like a normal human being. Um, what does it say here? <laughs> and, uh, the universe ended. Uh oh yeah, when the universe ended, um, he merged with the sentience of the universe to become Galactus. You are red as your hat right now, and there's nobody even watching. <laughs> That's because I stopped breathing for a minute. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, the main thing I want to talk about is, you know, and I've mentioned this in early episodes. I don't need my phone anymore. I can just talk naturally. Uh, <laughs> is uh, he was the main bad guy in a game we've already mentioned twice? He's also made your list for that video game. He made my list for Marvel's Capcom 3 Fate of Two Worlds.
1: Take you on a ride!
0: And also, that I've mentioned earlier, is he was a technically. He's in a movie. He's in a movie. He's a giant fart cloud. He is a giant, humongous piece of crap fart. He's a fart. He's, He's a, a fart. fart. He's and a fart cloud. I, you know, I think this was the first time with these Marvel movies, even though going back now, they're all bad. This was the first time I'm like, oh my God, that was bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I even left Darede- Daredevil and going, yeah. yeah, I like that. I'm going to buy... That's going to be the first Blu-ray I buy.
1: <laughs> you don't even know what Blu-rays were at the right. time. Uh, I, you know, I saw both those movies in theater with my dad. Both of them, because he's a big Fantastic Four fan. My dad loved them, but my mm. dad didn't care about
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way my dad wasn't X-Man.
1: You come from a generation where, you know, everything's bad quality and low quality, and you just watch a ton of bad movies. You see anything like this as you get older, you're like, man, technology's changed. Oh, yeah. But uh, even he, at the end, was like, "What was that supposed to be Galactus? I was like, I think so, and I really, honestly, I enjoyed the movie. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, apart from the whole weird doom thing they tried to do in that movie, but um, by by the end of it, I was like, man, the Silver Surfer looked great. Lawrence Fishburne as the voice was great. Um, he uh, but it like, guys like, well, Galactus got to be coming, and they kind of tease this thing coming. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be Galactus, mm-hmm. and it gets there, and it's just this giant fired cloud.
0: You do see a silhouette of the helmet, but. It's like for a split second, like a lightning flash. Yeah, it is a split second. It's it's not an actual being. It's it's a fart cloud, farted,
1: farted. Galactus show up and (laughs) farted on the earth. And
0: not to mention though, man, Doctor Doom has not had any any good representation in any of those movies. Oh oh god, especially especially the 2015 one. Oh yeah, they just dropped the
1: ball and on. That whole franchise altogether, Fox didn't know what the hell they had or what mm. they were doing. Which is not surprising. Outside of the X-Men, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. I think because they did Ghost Rider as well, right? So, like, Fox just didn't know what the was, hell.
0: Was Ghost Rider Fox?
1: I think so. That sounds right. Or maybe it was New Line or Sony or whatever. I don't
0: know. So- I know that Punisher was legendary. So right. So, whatever that is.
1: Yeah. I, I want to say it was Fox. I think it was.
0: I saw the first one in theater with my dad. What, Ghost Rider? Yeah. I saw them both in theater. I I haven't seen the second one.
1: (laughs) It's on my voodoo.
0: I need to watch it. It's It's terrible, right? It's
1: awful. It is so bad. You got to watch it.
0: Well, I think at this point now that Nick Cage is one of those actors, yeah,
1: it, it, it now has a different it feel. It has a to different
0: it. feel, so I might just go back and watch it. Yeah, Milo loves
1: it. So, okay. uh, the it's bad. Vengeance is it? Vengeance?
0: Huh? Yeah, Spirit of
1: Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. Um, he, uh, but yeah, uh, it's better than that 2015 Fantastic Four. At least it's entertaining. <sighs> like it's bad, but it's so bad it's entertaining.
0: That movie, and see the thing about that Fantastic Four 2015, is that movie could have been good. It could have been different enough to be good. There are so many r- just
1: basic writing choices before you even get into developing the characters that made no sense. And uh I'm not going to get into them because there's some sensitive subjects that like I don't oh, wanna, yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound like I'm being a beer, but I am not. Like it's Okay, I was going to talk about. It. So, you and I talk about this all the time. I don't care who you cast as what. If you mm-hmm. can act the hell out of that role, act the hell out of the role. You know, obviously you don't hire a white guy to be black Panther. You know exactly, what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, you know, cause I'm one of the, I'm one of the proponent that unless, you know, your race distinctly defines your character, which are very, very few who do very few, then it doesn't matter who you cast in the role as long as they can act. And so they hired, uh, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan. is human torch. I was like, awesome. Michael B. Jordan is a great cast. Mm-hmm. And you see his dad, uh, uh, Whatever is that, Doctor Storm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you're like cool. I was like, well, what black actress are they going to hire to be Susan. Sue Storm? Uh, nope, Mm-mm. just the white girl. Yep. I was just like, uh, how are they brother and sister? Um, but uh, I was like, how are they brother and sister? That makes no sense. And They don't ever explain it. You don't meet the mom, like, and I, I, I don't, I don't get it. Like already, that was just like. This just doesn't make sense. Like, it, like it's hard to suspend disbelief in this situation. So, um, but yeah, it it uh, it it's just bad, man. That's Just, it that's makes, just the base level. That's not even the major problem
0: of yeah. the movie. That's oh just, yeah, yeah. That movie, just, that one does make the first two look de- not decent, but watchable.
1: Am I hearing things? Did you hear Penny? Um. Yes. What did she? Did she say mommy? I don't know. My daughter, guys. I don't. She came downstairs for some reason, and I don't hear. Well, now, you know but,
0: what? Uh, I'd rather hear that than meets. And What's I'm sorry bar. if you guys listening miss meets. I don't. What's up? <laughs> 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 anyway, so, uh,
1: oh yeah, where, that was your number.
0: Oh yeah, no, yeah. Number My three. number three. Uh, this now, okay, because I mentioned toys for every one of them. I don't have a toy of him because. They're all Build-A-Figures, and they're $200 plus. So yeah. I it, do want one. I it, just, for one, don't know where to put it. I have the Galactus Pop. Oh, yeah. He's super I'm just cute. I'm just out of Pops now.
1: I don't know where he is. He's around here somewhere. I have so many, man. You
0: have the Silver Surfer, too, right?
1: I do. I also have the Silver Surfer action figure. Oh, yeah, you do. So I uh, um I also have, from that, that new Pop line, I, think I got Doom as well. So. Oh, okay. Did uh, they have, have Mold Yeah, I didn't get Mold you don't like Moe Man?
0: He's all right. I like Moe Man and uh, Superhero Squad. The only Moe Man I like is Hans Molman. Hans, yeah. Well, I was going to say something again. <laughs> I'm gay for Moe There you go.
1: <laughs> a, a Simpsons reference, guys. Yes. Not being Chill out. It's <laughs> like, he goes, you're gay for Moe Man. It's like, you're gay for Moe He's like, nobody's gay Nobody. for Moe Man.
0: <laughs> that... Uh, that mm. We'll talk about Simpsons. Sorry. Um, yeah, that'll be. I'll have to include my yeah, wife yeah. on that one. So uh, we'll make sure that's all I have to say about it. Um, yes, I love Galactus. His size is what really intrigues me, and I'm ready to actually see him on the big screen. Exactly. Not as a fart cloud. Not as a fired fired cloud. All right. So that was
1: your number three, correct? Mm-hmm. Galactus. All right. So we're on to my number two. Galak. Galactus. So my number two has already been mentioned on this list. Uh, my number two, I don't need to do any really introductions since we talked about them already. My number two is Carnage. So, as Blake said, I don't need to do the background again. I guess is Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, he's uh, in April '92. I don't have the number, so I'm glad you said the number. <laughs> uh, it's David Michelini and Mark Bagley. His name's Cletus Cassidy.
0: 361,
1: by the way. There you go. Okay, number 361. So I do know it was April 1992. So there, there
0: we go. So you're putting, see, so you're putting the months. I didn't even go that far. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pow
1: <Peaty-paw. What? laughs> with Pow <laughs> That's like if he was a miniature version of AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Pete <Peaty-paw. laughs> Canadian bacon. <laughs> uh, uh 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 anyway, so uh what Carnage is is a symbiote. Uh symbiote. He's a symbiote.
0: He is uh the awesome- Oh, yeah. By the way, I don't think I corrected myself when I said that early. I don't actually say no, no, symbiote. No, no, that was the joke. Yeah. yeah.
1: For those who saw the early tra- trailer to Venom, which they fixed, like, how do you release that? Like, anyway. Like,
0: do you even know what you're
1: making? Right. And, for, and who you're making it for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the bigger thing. I was like, Neckbeard's attacked that immediately. They
0: forgot the rest of the trailer. And Sony said, whoops.
1: <laughs> Reshoot. <laughs> um, anyway, so. Uh, He is a symbiote host. Uh, There have been a ton of carnages. Uh, The only one that matters is Cletus Cassidy. Uh, The new run, I started reading Absolute Carnage. It was really good, but uh, I I didn't finish it. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I need to go back and get everything for that. But um, he is the... The the carnage symbiote is the offspring of the Venom symbiote. So that's why he always calls Venom Father and stuff like that. Um, He... uh, Cletus Cassidy is the perfect host for the Carnage Symbiote because of his you know, bloodlust. Mm-hmm. His bloodlust. And like he becomes a they bond so perfectly at one point that basically they can turn into like like basically C- Cletus's body can decon deconstruct into just b- blood cells and they can travel through like walls and stuff like that. Um he has the same powers of all other symbiotes. Symbiotes. He's super strong, agility, speed. He uh, uh, they can heal the host and so on and so forth. Uh, the biggest thing about the Carnage, the biggest ability the Carnage symbiote has is it can't be detected by the spider sense, unlike all the other symbiotes, uh, like Venom and all this stuff. I think it's one of the things that just adapted after from the Venom symbiote. Um, it has like I say, a super strength. Uh, his healing is his biggest defense. Um, like Blake, I really got into this character for two reasons. The cartoon had you know a small series with him, but mainly it was Maximum Carnage. Uh, the video game got me really into this character, so I wanted to start reading the comics. I had the cards. He is one of the single greatest Comic book designs of mm-hmm. all time.
0: So drippy. It
1: looks so, It looks like a comic book. Mm. It's, it's hard to explain, but he looks so comic booky. Like he and his his look translates all generations, and because it can to- constantly shape shift, create his own weapons and stuff like that. You can make him look like anything you want. Mm. It's just he looks evil. He looks like dripping blood, basically. Like he looks terrifying like he should and there's some really really good renditions and like paintings and artists painting like it's, you could just google image carnage art and find so many great designs oh of yeah
0: Cause, like I said because it's so drippy you can you're pretty much free to do what you want with it exactly
1: um but he uh that's when I fell in love with the character um he is the one villain on my list who is truly evil I mean mm-hmm. the dude was I think like his father killed his mother or something like that. Or he killed one of his parents or um, both his
0: parents. He tried to kill his mom. Yeah, and uh, he did kill his grandma. Yeah, and he did kill his dog. And he know. did kill his dog with a drill.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he, like I said, he's just a truly insane murderer who kills at this point without reason, just because oh, yeah. he has a bloodlust to kill. Uh, in the sense that, like he that he's unlike the Joker in the sense that Joker is just pure chaos. Yeah, where he just. Doesn't necessarily need to kill. He just likes to create chaos. Whereas Cletus just wants to kill. Like, he wants to kill things.
0: Is there a character you can't compare him to in DC?
1: Joker's the closest. That, that, Joker's that's the, the only I can think of, yeah. Uh, like, or, like, a combination of Joker, maybe, and, and Zaz. Mm-hmm. Like, a combination of those, because that's what Zaz lives to do, is just kill. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have that element of Zaz, and then just the insanity and chaos of Joker. So, those two together. But Joker is the most accurate representation of... Um, and because, to me, like, people want to equate, like, Cap and Batman. To me, it's Batman and Spider-Man. Like, in the sense that they're tragic characters who have families lost and they rogue. They have the two best rogues no, galleries. The
0: Rose Galleries are the best.
1: Um, so, to me, they're like the counterbalances in each. So, it makes sense that they have villains that counterbalance as well.
0: And they both got the most movies.
1: It's also true because they're the two most popular characters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, two most marketable characters. Yes. So, yes. So, um, but. Uh, yeah and like I said so my dad bought me the, the red cartridge for Sega and, I, and that's when my love for Carnage started and he's been used off and on like I said the, the symbiote has taken on other hosts and stuff but it's he's always most relevant when he's on Cletus mm. um, like, and then it's, like I said the last five or six years or since 2005 uh, uh, was it, Donnie Yates I think his name is who really took over the Venom or Danny Yates I can't remember I apologize but he took Danny over Phantom? The, Danny Phantom Danny Phantom did it did it did it he's a phantom (laughs) uh (laughs) Uh, uh, they uh but he took it over kind of like brought venom back into relevance obviously the movie kind of helped too. um but uh so it also brought back all the other symbiotes and that's why they've been doing that absolute carnage run which i believe started last year um and you know they released all the legends i have the carnage pop i think i have both versions Somewhere, and then I have the Venom uh, Marvel Legends, which is an awesome. One of the better designs they've done. That whole line was the symbiotes were really oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to get the whole line, but I could at the time I didn't have the money and I couldn't justify it. Built,
0: it. What it yeah, builds Monster Venom,
1: builds Monster, which now you can just you can buy.
0: buy. That's what they do. So, that's what they do. That's
1: what they do. But that was a really cool line, with exception for Typhoid Mary, which made nose. Which Typhoid oh, yeah. Mary is cool and well, all. They, with, and
0: they always do that too. They got to put one, one in cares about because you got to build the figure because you're gonna,
1: somebody cares about it. Somebody. So does. that's the way they can instead of just doing a whole line of obscure characters that yeah. go one will buy. You're like, we're going to do this whole series of Venom, and then eh, we'll sneak Typhoid Mary. Mm-hmm. Ooh, burped. uh <laughs> but burbed, yeah so burbed. burbed he has been uh actually he's been in the cartoons he hasn't had a whole lot of betrayals because especially in the animated series because he is a hard character to translate to kids he's one of the marvel Marvel has always been the more every e for everyone type of comic line with exception for a few characters like moon knight and punisher yeah, and yeah. but uh and
0: deadpool and Deadpool. Well, well Deadpool kinda, wasn't they, rated R at first, no, was
1: he? And no, and they've tamed him more yeah. now too in the comic line because he is such a marketable character, yeah. two kids. So with exception for the movie, he's kinda tamed a little bit. That's why there are so many, I think, Deadpool runs. Like there's ones that are more, you know, suitable for, you know, ten to twelve year old boys and
0: girls. So uh Did you play the Deadpool game? Yes, I have it on it's, PS3. I, I have it for Xbox. It's not for kids. No, one hundred percent at not. all. No, no. <laughs>
1: it, I love that game. My I, I did was, too. I thought, I was thought great. it was
0: bad, apparently, but
1: but who cares? Yeah, I had fun. But uh, he, uh, so yeah, he's one of those characters that's hard to translate, and Marvel doesn't have a whole lot of those, but he's one of them. And uh, I think they've done a decent job with some of these stuff. Uh, he's not in the game, obviously. None of the symbiotes are in the new game. Um, he is, however at the end of the first Venom movie and is going to be the main villain in Venom Two: let there be carnage, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> and he's portrayed by Woody Harrelson. Uh, long as they tone down the hair a little bit, I back it wholeheartedly. Cause oh, yeah. if you've seen natural born killers, Woody Harrelson plays that role already. So, uh, He just they just need to (laughs) fix the bozo hair a little bit just
0: you know it's believable that's the thing that's the thing too it's like did they not trust in the fans Uh, yeah that's what it feels like yeah and my thing is I don't
1: have that big a deal with it because the guy is in solitary confinement he's not like he's got hair gel to fix his hair it'd be less believable if he had it slicked back and looked great yeah but
0: it's not it's like a non-natural red it's like maroon
1: no but I think it's supposed to make it you want it to pop yeah Yeah. I,
0: I know that's what I'm saying that's why I don't feel like they trusted their fans like you got to make that shit real red so yeah. people know. Is that is that Carnage? It's like uh,
1: uh I mean you know, the fact it, that it says they he, called he him says Cassidy.
0: Carnage and then
1: he says Cassidy. Like, the prisoner's name is
0: Cassidy. Oh, well, I thought he says something about Carnage. He too. does. oh he said he says, like, and and it's, it's like, going to be Carnage. Wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you didn't need the purple hair. <laughs> so uh I think
1: they'll tone it back once he yeah. gets out. He's going to break out at some point. He's going to mm-hmm. get up. He's going to get a symbiote and it's going to get him out of there. So uh I'm interested to see what they do with him. Mm-hmm. Um but and yeah.
0: from the looks of it, it looks like it's uh, pulling. They're pulling that straight from the comic, right? It looks that way. It breaks out of prison and everything. So oh, well, as long as you know Brock gets arrested, I'm interested to see how they're gonna because you know they're
1: gonna tie Spider-Man at some point. So and Morbius and all of that stuff. So I we'll just see. Wonder how Morbius was supposed to come out this month?
0: Was it this month? Yeah, I, I was thinking heard. about it. I was thinking about it yesterday. They haven't even been talking about it. No,
1: they haven't announced a delay for it or anything.
0: Uh, maybe it came out.
1: Uh, well, you know, it's supposed to come out next month, I think. Oh, yeah, it's mean, I mean, next month, yeah, yeah. Either this month or next. I want to say this July. It's supposed to come out in July. Anyway, but they haven't announced a pushback. Obviously, they're going to... Because you know, everything was supposed to open back up. The theaters were this month, but I don't think that's happening now. Yeah. Because people don't know how to wear their
0: damn mask. I, 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 if not, superheroes can do it, there's no excuses.
1: Yeah, if Kane can do it and then not advocate for
0: it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: You have a man who makes his living wearing a mask in the WWE for 30 years, and he goes, Viva la Trump, don't wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, anyway. If about, Sin
0: Cara can do it.
1: If Sin Cara can do it and botch things. Uh,
0: yeah, you'll be all right. You'll be
1: all right. We're not going to get into politics right now. I'm Or L- wrestling. Yeah, or, same thing. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. This <laughs> uh, man
0: is basically.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Trump your Jr. boy. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're not gonna. Get, I don't want to get into politics because I'll just get fired up first thing in the morning. So yeah, my number two is uh, carnage.
0: Um. So now it's my number two. That is correct. Uh, my number two is you. Already know your boy, Quentin Beck. Oh, do I knew he was gonna be on your list? Yeah. I almost.
1: Almost put him instead of Doc Ock because those two are right up there for me. Uh, like when it comes to other Spider-Man villains. Oh yeah. If I was like, I'll do Doc Ock because I know he's doing Mysterio.
0: Yes, Mysterio is my number two, and ninety-nine percent of the reason why is his look. Oh, it's so good. His look. It's so comic booky. It's fantastic. Because you know he's another one of those characters that's nuts. I mean, you know, he's in Sinister Six and you know all that stuff, but it's not like he's. Spider-Man's go-to. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, Unless he is now. Like I said, well, I, can't, now, I can't yeah. speak for now because of you know, the movie.
1: I don't think he appears a whole lot in the comics. He's just like periodic villain. Yeah.
0: And, um, but yeah, his first appearance was uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, number 13, 1964. So this is your oldest villain. So this is my oldest villain. Oh, Basically I, I, my I dad.
1: My, I know what your number one is then. Okay, never mind.
0: You know what my, you know what my number one was from the beginning. Oh, man, it's small Man. Um, I, was number,
1: <laughs> I, our, I was hoping our number ones would cross. We'll get to that.
0: Uh, they I mean, they might cross in different ways. Because I think I know what your number one is. Um, we're not talking about number one, though. We're, we're talking, talking about your about number, number two. two. Your number two. My number two, which is Mysterio. Make it so. Make it so. Um, it's created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. There you go. You know, mentioned names before. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mysterio was a failed actor. So, he became, you know... Specialists with illusions.
1: The, the first Mysterio.
0: Yes, the first Mysterio. Because like
1: like uh, like a lot of the villains on our list, if they're like one of the side villains, yeah, there have been other versions. Oh of
0: yeah, yeah. It. I'll just talk about the one that matters. The one that matters, <laughs> and you know, um, when I do research, first paragraph. Um, so- <laughs> Well, you know, this doesn't take research. You can just watch the movie or even in the... um,
1: The Spider-Man cartoon. The cartoon. Which is that's one of the best miniseries of that entire series. Oh, yeah. It
0: it plays out the same way. Yep. Where he creates illusions to make Spider-Man look bad. Well, not so much in the movie, but in the cartoon, he created an illusion to make Spider-Man look bad uh, to, you know, rob a museum.
1: It's almost page for page for the comic. It is.
0: The Mm -hmm. movie does do that, but... At first, he's not making Spider-Man look bad. It, that plays into it later, right? Uh, I think oh, it was, was that his no, it was, main goal. It was, it was main his main goal from yep. the beginning, yeah. So anyways, but it's not a museum. But, right. You know, <laughs> I'm not a neckbeard. I really don't give a... I, that movie was fantastic. Oh, it was so good. I love it. Um, so yeah, yeah. He creates illusions of being of Spider-Man robbing a museum. And and then, you know, he comes to save the day. That was the comic. That was the cartoon it's crazy how the cartoon takes a lot from the comics. Oh yeah, absolutely. it does. It's it's it. Especially the especially Spider-Man animated series. I don't know so much about X-Men, but
1: a little bit. But the Spider-Man animated series, the original the '90s run, mm. is the most comic accurate uh, cartoon portrayal I think of all time. Oh yeah. Like most of them are just because a lot of them are like little three two three parters. They're just ripped straight from the comics and adapted to make sense and speed up for a car- for a cartoon mm. for kids. So.
0: Um. So, yeah, uh, and another thing, uh, I, I've always liked Mysterio's look, the fishbowl head, uh, you know, his powers are illusions. I,
1: I you must do. say, do you know his abilities? Uh, It's from a device, right? He has a device that does
0: yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He mastered illusions with, um, what, the, what did they call it? I should have wrote this down. Yep. Anyways, he's an illusionist, so right. he's basically a magician. He has a device that allows him yeah. to create illusions. Uh, and, you know, that's exactly what he used in uh, Far From Home. Mm-hmm. and so uh, the
1: difference is like he had pe- like they explain how he gets a device in the movie like he yeah, has, yeah. He, he hires these people to make these yes. things for him, yeah, right? yes
0: he has a whole team
1: right when in the movie whereas in the comics he just sees all unless he fights with other villains i don't know
0: if it, i don't know if it was like this in the comics but in the cartoon uh it was something about him being on the set of the movie he was in and something happened. You know, they don't go into depth in the cartoon, but he got mad. and like, oh, screw this. Or Oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, In the cartoon, Spider-Man ruined part of the set he was on. Right, right. Or ruined the It's film. always and, Spider-Man's yeah, fault. Yeah, it's always Spider-Man's fault. But he was doing, you know, he was saving the day. Right. Sorry. um, But, yeah, about the movie, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um,
1: It's one of those things, like, going into it, I was like... I love Mysterio. I didn't know how they could pull it off live mm. action because he's a character that's yeah you, know, you know it, it could be difficult, especially because it's all illusions. Like yeah, it's yeah. a lot of a lot of computer work. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know how they're gonna pull it off. Let me tell you this: those two fight scenes where he actually uses his power powers, it was so good, dude. So it gave me good. cold chills. Like my only minor complaint about the movie is that Hydro Man and uh, Lava Man weren't real actually Hydra man, yeah. were they meant
0: to be uh,
1: no I mean they called him Hydra man did they Is call that, him
0: did they actually call him Hydra man yeah I
1: think so remember in the news thing they were talking about the Hydra because the Hydra man shows oh, okay. up okay. they don't have a real name for him or anything it just said it was a Hydra man but like I, you know, you know I was like oh, that's cool I I, I, I get why yeah. you know when you watch the whole story why it went that way and it didn't get convoluted when you have four or five damn villains unless you're doing a sinister six mm. so I was like man but you know I like those characters
0: enough so where but
1: that's that, that's a minor gripe a minor gripe
0: yeah i mean you know if they can just do a throwaway i'd prefer it be hydra man yeah because they, yeah <laughs> instead of taking like a
1: major villain yeah. and going oh he's here for 10 minutes and throwing them yeah.
0: yeah well and you know another thing too if like you know the third movie they are like okay well, we got to pick a character we haven't used yet a villain we'll just make this whole movie about hydra man I'm like uh, oh okay. no <laughs> oh no just use somebody again <laughs> they haven't used hobgoblin they have not used Hobgoblin, and, and which honestly, is a great villain. What what would you like to oh, see Crayton. as a? Th- Ooh, well, there were Sony's sp- still doing that, right?
1: I I haven't heard anything recently about it. Which they don't need to make him just a villain
0: in one of the Spider-Man movies. Make him a throwaway. <laughs> <laughs> he's a really good villain when he's used right. Well yeah, and he's very um. What's his backstory?
1: Uh, uh. Well, you know, number one, we, he has Chameleon is his cousin, right? Yes. Uh. I think his is like he has some kinda of like uh he's a, he's a a hunter, like he and he ends up getting injected with something, it gives him like a little bit like enhanced strength and yeah. speed and stuff, and like he has heightened senses and stuff. And Spider Man is his ultimate prey, right because he's a hunter, that's what he loves to do, and so I think he just tries to hunt him down and then he ends up just hating him because Spider Man ruins things for
0: him. Well yeah. <laughs> Spider Man's the villain. Spider Man's the main Spider-Man's villain. Spider the number Spider-Man. one, actually
1: yeah I mean uh, it, you know unintentionally Spider-Man is his own worst enemy so like like, because he's not trying to do all these other things and people just perceive him as mm-hmm. being a problem he's just like
0: damn it <laughs> I shitted all over I things I so yeah my uh, number one was Mysterio your I, number one? I mean not my number one my number two Twix <laughs> I can't count, so hopefully we don't do a top five numbers. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my number two was Mysterio when they announced that he was going to be the main bad guy for Far From Home. Far I was from- so stoked, and when they announced that it was going to be um, Jake Gyllen, Gillen Gillen Hall, Ball. I was stoked about that. Yeah, cause he's cause a really that good dude actor. Can play a really good you know, anything, anything. Yeah, creep, whatever. Yeah,
1: uh, if he's a creepy, he's really good at being a creepy dude. Oh yes, <laughs> like, it's just it's almost, almost too believable. good. It's almost too good. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're number two again.
0: My number two is Mysteria. All right, well, what part of the show we on now? Uh, we are on the part of the show that we call. <laughs> That's right. These guys almost made it, but just weren't good enough or bad enough. Um, This is our honorable mentions. All right. So I'll go ahead and give you guys
1: my honorable mentions. So I'd be remiss not to include uh, my two. I got two characters. One of them is from the mystical, magical part of the world, which, you know, as I've told you before, I love the magical parts of these universes. Unfortunately to me, Marvel's isn't nearly as good as DC's when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. Um, So my first one is from that part of the world. It is uh, The Hood. Uh, not the Red Hood, which is DC, but the Hood. Uh, the Hood's uh first debut was uh the Hood number no. one in July two thousand two. Uh, it was created by uh, Brian K. Vaughn, who's a really popular, uh, um, big time modern comic book writer. Uh, Kyle uh Huts and Eric Powell. Um, uh, his real name's uh Parker Robbins, and his main thing is he has a, he deals a lot in the occult and dark arts and magic and he has a magical red cloak um which you know, can make people that's why he's called the hood because he wears a hood it just so happens it happens to be red so um <laughs> uh, he has uh he's an excellent marksman uh his magic gives him enhanced strength no he doesn't uh, it makes, sorry i'm reading somebody else's sorry uh well it's <laughs> a mar- he's a marksman and he's like an underground c- criminal and he ends up uh at one point he uh steals one of the infinity stones and it gives him enhanced i can't remember, i think maybe it was the time i can't remember which stone it is he steals but he steals one of the infinity stones but he's constantly dealing dabbling in dark arts and magic and he actually is like he's big time in the underworld now um but he's just a really fun interesting character he's still a relatively new character in the grand scheme of marvel's things um so he's and he's only active he doesn't really get active in the the bigger storylines he's an I like, he's an underground guy um and I don't know who, what main villain, who you would consider him a main villain of. He's based in New York City, so just anybody on the underground. Uh, but I, I, I like the design. Like I said, uh, he's a newer character, so I've only got into him recently. And I like the magical stuff. Uh, I almost put Mephisto here, but it's
0: just the devil, you know? mm. and I was just like. Eh. Has this guy been involved with Daredevil?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then you had. Uh, like, I also Blackheart, which is a Ghost Rider villain, but uh, just also again affiliated with the devil, so it's just like, yeah, eh, and it's also
0: just... a, um, a real annoying character in uh, Marvel superheroes video game.
1: There you go, and, and I want to say he's one of the bad guys in Spirits of Vengeance, the second Ghost Rider, really. Yeah, well, I gotta watch it now. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, it's not a good representation, That's nah, fine. <laughs> All right, and my, uh, my other honorable mention I had to put an X Men villain in here, I had to, um, and I don't I don't count Magneto as a villain. I'm just one of those guys that doesn't yeah, I think yeah. he's an anti-hero. Man,
0: more so now, just especially started, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: he's always just been misunderstood. Like I just it, I I just can't put him there. Um, but my other mention is Mister Sinister. I mean, his name <laughs> just tells you he's a bad guy. Uh, his, his first appearance is Uncanny X-Men for number 20, uh, 221 in September nineteen eighty seven. He was created by Chris Claremont uh, who basically ran the X-Men in the eighties created characters like nightcrawler and, uh, I think Colossus and Ch- and shadow cat. I think he created all those. Um, uh, his real name is Nathaniel Essex. He's a mutant. He's a telepath. He has energy projecting and absorb energy. I think and then shoot it back out. I think, uh, he has he has super strength. <laughs> uh, he, uh, uh, he really came around in the age of the apocalypse storyline. So, um, uh, but he's a really interesting character. He was supposed to be the villain in the X Men movie that was initially bef- wasn't going to be Dark Phoenix. It was going to be another X Men movie because they tease him at the end of Apocalypse, X Men Apocalypse, whatever.
0: Was that the one? That- yeah, because yes, he- yes, yes, it It's
1: the uh, what's his name, the Essex Corporation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They tease him, and then the- also the other rumor was John Hamm was supposed to play him in New Mutants and I don't know whether that got scrapped because I know they did a ton of reshoots so I don't know that he's even involved which he did might the movie be get scrapped <laughs> it might but that whole asylum they're involved in might be owned by the x corporation yeah he is a villain that they need to use in the movies yeah but
0: at this point though in New Mutants we know it's not gonna be good I mean it, it could be it could be good it could be good but um it won't be uh <laughs> yeah I don't know if I want to see Mr. Sinister in it at this point.
1: Yeah, because I feel like it would like th- be a throwaway. Throwaway.
0: You know, don't don't let your first time using them be that.
1: And he's another almost- one character. I love his design. He's got, like, that blue bodysuit with the red crystal. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, white skin. Like, white, white. Like, you know, black lips and black. He's got, like, a crew cut initially. Oh, yeah. And then he's got, like, these weird feathery type cape thing. I- it just was a cool late 80s, early 90s design. He's, he's in the X-Men con- uh, uh Cartoon. That's where I kind of fell in love with him. But that's yeah, his honorable mention. So that's that's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like I don't have much on my honorable mentions. Also, he is the main bad guy in Deadpool game. Yeah, and he's hard. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, uh, my honorable mentions are one you've already mentioned, Doctor Doom, or not Doctor Doom. That's one of them. <laughs> you haven't mentioned Doctor Doom at all. Uh, Doctor Doom is uh from Fantastic Four. So, anyways, uh, my other one is you have already mentioned. <laughs> And that is Doc, Doctor Ock. Doctor Octopus. Yes, yeah, one of those doctors. One of them damn doctors. Yeah, dentist Octopus. Dennis. Dennis Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> it's his real name. Yeah, he, he has he has his MD in podiatry. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I you know I was going to put him in my top five because I do love Doc Ock. He is I, he is one of the most iconic Spider-Man villains. Right, but it's just not. You know, the ball cut. I can't do it. I love that ball cut. Takes him out of the top five. <laughs>
1: Those thick shades.
0: <laughs> them thick shades, bro. So, yeah, Dr. Doom and Doc Ock. Both doctors. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you, you, you went, you, I didn't you, realize I put two doctors. You do- doubled down on the MDs. <laughs> and Dr. Pepper. What? That's another list. Yeah. We'll oh, yeah right, sorry. Sorry, guys. So, yeah. So, uh, now we're on our top one <sighs> of the one. So, we're on my number one. Uh, <laughs> Blake, what's my number one? This is where you wanted us to cross paths, right? Yeah. And we're not going to. No. But you kind of spoiled it already. So what's my number one? Uh, Dr.
1: Doom. My number one is Dr. Doom. I didn't spoil it. I just said what my honorable mention <laughs> No, is. but you you were like, you
0: already mentioned it. Dr. Doom, shit. <laughs> you didn't mention it, though. No, but in your head, you knew I was going to say it. I didn't until it... I went, wait a minute. Maybe yeah. he is. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: so, yeah. My number one is Dr. Doom. I, I like, look man, uh Victor, before we go into the history, to me before the movie the m c u came out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: when people talk about the ultimate villain in Marvel, it has always been dr
0: doom, and it to me, it still is like well you I, know before you get into your history, I'm starting to feel like maybe you love Marvel's Capcom three uh it's 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 on my information. <laughs> To ride. <laughs> Which uh,
1: but so let me get into the history, and then we'll dive more into Doctor Doom. So, uh, my number one is Doctor Doom. His first appearance is Fantastic Four number five, July 1962. This is the oldest villain on my list, created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. So, Stan Lee uh, created three of my five. Jack Kirby was in two of my five, and David Michelinie created two of us. I have basically two different uh uh writers created all my entire top five. Okay. So, uh, his real name is Dr. Victor Von Doom he's from the country of Latveria which is not a real country uh, he is the despot there or the ruler or whatever which ironically you know because he gets this whole bad persona the people of Latveria love him mm-hmm. um, so he's like he's not seen as like this evil overlord there uh, he has a ton of abilities so he's genius level intellect uh, he's a technopath so he can he basically controls uh robots with his mind uh, he has energy absorption and projection he does that through magical means he's big into the occult uh you know he has uh uh a lot of dealings with more uh, was it morgan lefay or whatever the old camelot witch mm. opposite of merlin uh he gets into a lot of magic stuff and occult stuff uh he his armor gives him strength durability he can uh you know, shoot lasers and concussive blast. It gives him flight with you know the rocket shit, and then uh, <laughs> he has all kind of just technical gadgets. Uh, I thought this was funny. Wikipedia lists one of his abilities or his powers is diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to include that he does have diplomatic immunity because he is a ruler of a country uh i thought that was funny uh one of his major characteristics and one of his driving forces in his early uh creation is that he hates hates reed richards <laughs> and that's kind of like uh, his early petty driving force to do what he does which is not what has defined his character for the most of his career most of the most of his career he, he has wanted to do what he thinks is Number one, he goes on a quest for power and a quest for magic, just because he has this constant craving for knowledge. He's very much uh, Odin, mm. like uh, so. For people who know Norse mythology, uh, Odin, who's the the uh, All Father, which you know he's in the Marvel universe, but I don't mean the Marvel universe version. I mean the Norse gods version. He has a constant quest for knowledge, and he'll do whatever it takes to get that knowledge and power, regardless, even if it means giving up part of his own body you know stuff like that put his self out there uh so much so at one point like odin uh doom basically becomes a god and once he does and he loses that power he just really doesn't have a desire to do it anymore because once he sees it isn't everything that it is and he's obtained all this knowledge he's like what's it all for is when he starts to become more of an anti-hero type character and actually do better for his country and stuff like that um but he has had toe-to-toe battles with every major marvel hero and faction uh he's even had dealings with the x-men like he's just and he's gone toe-to-toe with everybody and even on cosmic levels like i said he was basically a god at one point and nobody could defeat him uh, until basically reed richards had to outsmart him which he almost always seems to do Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh he uh his design is badass yeah he he does have one of the best designs so like for when he's you know obviously so for people who don't know he didn't always i i think there's a bunch of retcons on how his face is scarred or whatever but i think the common story is basically like he believes he's Messed up himself up, so he puts this cast this iron mask onto his face and it really scars him for the rest of his life. Um, but he wears this like metal looking, like Doom mask, uh, MF Doom, yeah, who ripped it off from Doctor Doom. And (laughs) then he has a Doctor Doom ripped MF Doom off back in the 60s. (laughs) Uh, you have he wears a green cape and a green hood, yeah, and he has basically like a full body armor, uh, like a knight's armor looking because he lives in a castle it's just one of the single most iconic greatest designs ever created for a villain. Um, you know, I first saw him in the fantastic four cartoon and I read him in a lot in the comics and he's been involved in so many different comic lines. So he's unavoidable in Marvel. Uh, and unfortunately he has been portrayed three times in live action and they are all terrible. Mm. They're awful. How do you botch that character? He like, even if you want to create an original story for him like what he why he's doing what he's doing which is fine cuz you could do that for that character. You don't have to change anything else. You Don't change the look. You, number one, you don't change the look. You don't you make it fit the world. You, like make them armor maybe a little more sleek and not bulky and whatever, but you give him the green cape. He's a ruler. That's the biggest thing that they didn't do. In the other in the movies, he's not a ruler of Latveria. He's just a fellow scientist. Oh yeah, that's the biggest thing is you wrote the main characteristic out of this character away, which I don't think Marvel's going to drop the ball on because they've are they're not willing, they're not scared to go to other countries and do these other things. You know, with the Sokovia Acts and stuff like that, mm. they recognize that Marvel's more than just New York City. Yeah. So, uh, really excited to see what they do with him uh, because he I think he needs to be the next Avengers villain. He's the next Avengers villain. Like, you introduce him in the Fantastic Four, and then he becomes a bigger problem for everyone else once it becomes a world issue because he's a world leader, right? So you can tie that in however you want, and then it can eventually tie into a Galactus run where they all have to save the world or whatever and then you can kind of flip him and not get rid of doom keep him as because you don't want to that's a character i don't want to see him kill off because he can constantly be relevant in that world exactly and you could use him as just another world ruler and wanted to do better by latveria after saving the world you know after he realizes no there's more to than just quest for knowledge and power and being better than reed richards Mm. um he's been in tons of cartoons he's been in uh, tons of video games. Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Uh, he was in Superhero re- Squad. There you go. Superhero. As I say, Superhero Squad. He's the main villain in Superhero Squad. Yeah, the
0: first... I think the first season and then it is Thanos. Yeah.
1: So, uh, but yeah. So,
0: I love the character. Do you have
1: anything to add? Oh, I have... I have... I don't have the Legends character, and I meant to buy it, but I do have the pop of him. Uh,
0: yeah, dude. I wanted to pick it up so many times, because I saw it a few times, but... I think Toy Fed still has like three or four of them. It's just not it doesn't fit anywhere in my collection but i do have the uh select figure. So, he's just he's just awesome. Um but anyway, do you have anything dad? Uh no, I, I mean i like Doctor Doom too.
1: So, all right. So yeah, my number one is mainly
0: because Superhero Squad.
1: Yeah. He's <laughs> so like angry and uh, it's such <laughs> I love that show. It's Yeah, my my didn't have a huge love for it. He watched it avidly for about a month and mm-hmm. i got to see most of those episodes in that month and it was a lot of fun. I liked it. It, it is fun. All right, so my number one is Doctor Doom. So Blake, do you want me to go ahead and say your number one since you said mine? Yes, go ahead. All right, so my number, uh, my number one, Blake's <laughs> number one. Uh, for those who can't figure it out, is
0: Thanos. Yes, uh, that was uh, when I made this list. Thanos was already my number one, and I knew it wasn't going to change. And you know, it might be a little um, cliche, but I don't care. I like Thanos. I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like what you like, baby. Like what I like. Uh, Now, Thanos was created 1973. First appearance was the Invincible Iron Man number 55, and created by Jim Starlin. Okay. Now I'm guessing Jim Starlin created, wrote, and drew him. Right. uh, Because uh, it says that, like he might have. Yeah. And like the first appearance. Go ahead.
1: I want to go and say this. he may have created them. I'm doing air quotes. Yes. Jack Kirby created them, but he called them Dark Side. Oh, yeah, yeah, well,
0: that's, yeah. That's one thing. He said he was inspired by Darkseid. Oh, Jack Kirby's Darkseid. It's Side. the
1: most oh, obvious yeah. ripoff in all of Marvel. Well, that and Deadpool oh yeah which is deathstroke <laughs> yeah. slade wilson wade wilson yeah yeah but you know the original idea of yeah. deadpool which was just a marksman and then the current iteration is nothing like deathstroke but yeah, oh, yeah. that's why to me
0: thanos is the most because he's still the same oh yeah character. he yeah. is he is dark dark side dark side um but yeah so yeah because his original idea of this character was slim and you know but then they said hey you gotta beef this guy up gotcha. now he just He's Hulk size. Big, beefy, purple man. Big, beefy, purple nut chin. The Mad Titan. um, Yeah, the Mad Titan. That's, he's from Titan. Uh, Which is, do you know what where Titan
1: is? It's a moon of Jupiter. Okay.
0: So. Um, so, yeah. uh, My history with this character starts when I was a little kid. My mom would just buy me action figures. Mm-hmm. Didn't care what they were. And she bought me the one. It was a Thanos figure. And it came with this big, giant gun. And I don't know what this is but i like it because mm-hmm. I, I don't remember thanos being in cartoons when we were kids and if he was it had to have been like i don't think so yeah so i didn't know what he was right and um so you know when i, when was, I was he like,
1: in the silver surfer cartoon
0: maybe but he I know had Tara, he I, I know Tara-X have been X was. but i didn't watch silver surfer cartoon it's on disney plus i know it's real bad and so is the fantastic Fours, which i you know i borrowed those from you so i've already watched those yeah. but um See, so, yeah, I didn't see him in cartoons, but I knew he was a Marvel character, and that's all that mattered to me. And then once I got a little older, I, you know, found out more about him and the Infinity Gauntlet and his obsession with death, which, you know, in the comics, that's his driving goal mm-hmm. is to basically impress. Uh, uh, Mistress Death. Mistress Death, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad they didn't go with that.
1: Right. It would have made less sense for what they were doing in yeah. the. The MCU. I, I, I like his reasoning in the movies. I prefer his reasoning in the comics.
0: Yeah, I understand. From an adult storytelling yeah, point, I like you it know better. Also, his reasoning is in the movies do have some flaws
1: yeah but, but he's a villain yeah and i think that's the, my main reason i like the death version more because it gives it gives the title the mad titan more yes. sense he's truly insane and truly evil whereas he thinks in the movie version of him that he's justifiably he's doing, doing what's right. best for yes. the universe like he thinks he's doing something what he thinks is good and at whatever cost mm. uh which you know in the end you find out is not necessarily completely true either but like um uh, that's what they sell it as, and mm-hmm. which is you know makes perfect sense for the movie, and it, it's a good story. It's just I I prefer the comic reasoning why he does what he does makes him a more uh fun not fun character I guess just uh uh this element of chaos at the world yeah kind of but
0: against. it also just makes him seem like a petty oh absolutely yeah, I mean it is petty yeah it's petty, it as is hell. petty as hell he's
1: trying to impress a woman yeah <laughs> uh,
0: it, you know and it does make sense for comics and it could work for the movie. It just—it just—it just, lacks, yeah, lacks depth. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes him like a one-off, right? Exactly. And not building him for you know ten years,
1: right? And uh, this whole world—it uh, doesn't give the whole universe a reason to, exi- mm. to to care about what he's doing. So. Um,
0: I do have multiple Thanos figures. That's probably the most I have. are Thanos figures. I have a whole shelf dedicated to Thanos figures.
1: Do you have the gauntlet?
0: I don't have the gauntlet because I don't have anywhere to put it. It's big, and I'm not wearing it because I'm. <laughs> I'm it's five huge. foot seven and you know one hundred and eighty pounds. It looks ridiculous on me. Yeah, it's real, real big. But the main reason is I don't have anywhere to put it. But that thing is nice. Yeah, the Legends cool. Gauntlet.
1: They you can still find them places.
0: Yeah, and I've considered getting it, but you probably will one day. You'll probably cave one day if it, if when it's, you
1: run out of other stuff. You're like, man, what do I need to get right now? Like, you see that toy bed? You're like, all right.
0: <laughs> yeah. The only this figure I'm missing right now is uh, that I want is the build a figure from the second. Like a Infinity War wave or whatever right. you call it, where he's got his armor on. Because uh-huh. I only have the one without his armor.
1: Okay, that's the one they sold
0: by itself, right? No, they. That's the one I had to build. You had to build. Oh yeah, that's they right. I to build a figure Thanos. I'm like, I'm not doing that again. I'm not buying. What's her name? Uh, Songbird or something? Yes.
1: Yeah, uh, that that hey, way was. Too- <laughs> that's a bad way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, so yeah, Thanos is my number one uh, until Galactus hits the big screen who knows there you go it could change he's portrayed by Josh Brolin Josh movie, Brolin man. which does a fantastic job great job as Cable too yeah he's just, Josh <laughs> Brolin's just a good
1: actor man um uh, yeah I, I like Thanos alright uh he's uh you know and un- honestly until the um the movie storyline like I, thought, I was like man he's a cool design I love mm. his design um I've never been crazy about the character but I never disliked the character I was like oh he's just a cool character um cause you know uh I, outside of the Fantastic Four, cosmic-y goodness, I'm not a big fan of Marvel's cosmic-y stuff as I am DC's because I think DC does it better, like with Green Lantern and everything. Um, uh, but I, I like I said I do like to care. I like the uh, the run, the Deadpool Thanos run. I mm. thought it was really fun. I watch uh I I have the digital version of it on Comicology, but it, it was really good. Uh, because uh, Deadpool was with Mistress Death at the time, and uh, Thanos didn't care for it.
0: (laughs) I I know the last uh, thing with Thanos um, in the comics that I know of, I'm sure there's still more going on, but the cosmic Ghost Rider. Oh, it's so good. uh, So What was the plan? To go back and kill him as a baby? uh,
1: Yeah, okay, so I I think I have it around here. Once we're done, I'll look for it. Um, The Thanos... Uh, kills the universe or whatever I think it's called or something like that. Uh, it's so good. It's one of the recent Thanos runs. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have the trade somewhere. Remind me when we're done. I'll let you borrow it if I can find it. Um, but it's really good. Uh, but yeah, he but co- uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider is involved with that. And for those who don't know, Cosmic Ghost Rider it's it's Frank Castle as mm-hmm. Ghost Rider. But, but they dive into how he got those powers and how he ends up. Where he's at in that storyline. I don't want to give too much away because I think you'll really like it. Okay. So, uh, it's probably one of my favorite. That that, that, that current Thanos run is pretty good. That's one of them I did uh, listen to or uh, did read a, l- a little bit of because my buddy,
0: uh, Brian Wilson got me into it. So, well, since we've already mentioned the games that these characters have been in, uh, he was in Marvel's Capcom 2. Yep. Not 3. Nope. But he was in Infinite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the, because it was based in, on, the, yeah, in, yeah, like infinity the Infinity Stones. stones. Yeah. So, right on. Okay, so real quick, uh, rundown. I'll run down my top five again. Uh I'll make sure I get it so I don't screw it up. All right, oh, so my A, B A, A B C. My uh, number five is Super Scroll. Four is Taskmaster. Uh, number three is Dennis Octopus. Uh, number two <laughs> is Carnage, and number one is Victor Von Doom.
0: All right. Uh, my number five was Omega Red. My number four is Carnage. Uh, number three was Galactus. My number two was Mysterio. And my number one was Thanos. Thanos. All well, right, on. All so right. Well, so are we about to get in the segment that uh, we call... Yeah.
1: It's the weekly recommendations,
0: baby. All right. So uh, this is uh, what we've been doing this week, what we're recommending to you guys. So, um, Paul... Um, I'm gonna be be real real with you. I'm gonna have to be real real with you.
1: Uh did not prepare this segment at all, so uh, I'm just gonna wing it. And uh, that's weird. That's what I'm doing. I'm winging it literally, literally. So I'm gonna give you what I've been watching this week, which is literally what I've been watching this week. I I, I was gonna say Dark, but I forgot I've already mentioned that before. It's really good. it's what I'm watching right now.
0: Oh yeah, it's back. Right, the note. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we got one episode left. So, but that's not what I'm. Is it good? it's good the season's
0: good yeah good. I, I gotta start it yeah. are you watching with subtitles
1: yeah it's worth it it's worth it but that's not what i recommend because i've already, I've already recommended it before <laughs> so uh, what i'm recommending is an anime it's called rising of the shield hero uh it is i uh, it's a super basic nerdy medieval times uh type anime with magic about these four heroes that are summoned to this world, this is basically like a video game type world, and they have to defeat all these waves to get out. and It's it's pretty fun. It's a uh, it's not doesn't do anything different than any anime's ever done, but I find it entertaining. And a weeb, so and I need to start. Uh, I might have a different anime this time next week because there's a new anime out that I want to start, but I don't want to mention it until I watch it. But I watch it on Crunchyroll. Uh, I'm not sure. If it's on hulu or not there's a good chance it probably is but it's called rising of the shield hero um i think a second season is coming soon or it's already out i'm not sure i've got one episode left in season one but it's it's a good fun anime if you're into magic based you know medieval times video game crossover type anime like sword art online basically Mm. but to me i like it better than sword art but rising of the shield hero is my recommendation for the week
0: all right, uh like Paul, I'm going to have to wing it too. And what we've been watching, I'm not going to recommend it because it's 90 Day Fiancé and I just don't recommend <laughs> oh, anybody no. watch that. It's trash TV <laughs> and I can't help it. Uh but what I did start is I just recently ordered uh a full season of Gundam Wing. Okay. So, I will recommend that. It's an anime and it's double down old, and, anime, and this, it? you know, it's old. 95. But 95. So that's the only anime I'll probably ever recommend. So take it now and just enjoy this moment with me in anime.
1: You could have potentially gone with two different winged TV shows. Freakazoid. No, no, no. Something else with feathers. But I don't think you've been watching it yet because I don't think you've got it in yet. You uh, ordered it on Amazon. They canceled it. You no, no, no. I got it. Okay, I got okay. it. Duckman. Yeah. Because it's feathers. It's feathers,
0: yeah. Duh. You're right. I could have winged it. Yeah, I, I got it, but I didn't put it in. It was, I wanted to check Gun Wing because I'm like, oh my God, this is bootleg. But then I put it in, watched the first episode, and I'm like, oh, it's really gosh. good quality. Okay. I, I love it. I've always liked Gun the Wing uh, since it was on Tsunami in, the, uh, what was it, 99, 2000, 99, 2000. 99, 2000. Uh, yeah. Cash Money. <laughs> uh, I, you know, it came on Tsunami, and I was like, what the not I'm trying not to say the bad word what the what the heck, what the heck is this what the heck? these are these are you know megazords yeah and so then not too long after that the toys were popping up in Walmart and so I I you know I still got all my toys from that and now I'm buying the new toys that are coming out awesome right on so yeah um so yeah uh thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode of objectively subjective uh we hope you enjoyed it Um, If you made it this far, then apparently you did. There you go. Uh, I am one of your co-hosts, Blake Allen. You can find me on. uh, You can find me in the club, uh, or you can find me on Instagram (laughs) at uh, Blake Allen Art, or you can find my band on MTV Unplugged. It's uh, Doria, (laughs) D O R I Y A H, Lo-Fi Metal. On Bandcamp. On or Bang Spotify too, right? And, and Apple music. Yeah, yep. it's on all of that stuff. So, And uh, with me is my co-host.
1: Uh, I am Paul Jansen, and you can find me on Instagram at my underscore dad underscore life. Uh, the music project I've been hyping up, I think this time next week uh, I'll have everything ready to go, and I'll unveil that next week. So I'm pretty excited about it. I've got two of the three songs uh i've got it i've got it uh i've got two of the three songs uh done so uh um that are already finished my buddy Corey mccall is doing a lot of work helping me out with that he's done some really really good work so i'm really excited to get this out uh you guys may hate it but i put some good effort into it and uh it's the first of you know real original non-comedy cross punk thing <laughs> that i've written in a long time that and was comedy It was. It was about a comedy show. Okay. Uh, we were very from the heart. Seriously. Yeah, I
0: was about to say I cried every drum roll and fill. I
1: cry every Tim. Every Tim. Uh,
0: (laughs) But uh, so yeah, I'll have hopefully hopefully knock
1: on wood, I should be able to unveil that to the world next week. So I'm not gonna give you too much, but you can find us. Uh, on Instagram at Objectively Subjective Podcast, you can find us on Facebook. At, just look up Objectively Subjective. We are on Twitter uh, at Objectively Sub, which we need to start doing more with Twitter. Um, Twitter is a really good tool for this, and we just got to stop I being lazy. I don't even know how to
0: log in. I'm gonna I give, don't even know how to do Twitter. No, I, I might give you give the, me the Instagram, Instagram and, and then I'll give I'll yeah, do Twitter, that so works. that we can
1: start doubling down, and we will start start doing better job, guys, for you guys to uh, you know give you guys more to. D- do than just listen to us maybe give you more stuff to interact with um and uh we are on apple spotify and google please give us five star rating say whatever you want about us uh uh we just would appreciate the five star
0: rating Talk all the crap you all need. the crap just man. hit five stars
1: yeah and if you have any feedback feel free to uh message us on facebook or you can email us at objectively subjective podcast at gmail.com any feedback is great man we are willing to listen to you guys and whether it comes to list ideas or just give us our your list man we like reading this stuff we appreciate all of the love and feedback we get and we do listen to you and if we can do anything better please let us know um and but, yeah, so that's all. And uh, you would normally be doing now going to the show, but since you don't know what we're doing this week. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, it just it was, you know, all of a sudden real realization. Yeah, so a couple
1: <laughs> things. Next week, if everything goes according to plan, uh, next week episode will not include Blake. It'll include two hosts uh, from another podcast, and I'm hoping everything lines up for that. That should be going uh, for you guys next week. Blake will get a uh, week off and a break to breathe, and then we'll be back. Should be back in full force going after that, doing these, you know. Yeah, our new schedule
0: will be coming soon. Yep. Our old schedules. Old slash new schedule. Old slash new schedule.
1: schedule. So this week, uh, like I said, like every week, we are going to – play some music on the way out for you. Uh, we didn't, well, we kind of playing this last minute, didn't have uh, something selected, and that's my fault because it's. I think it's my pick this week. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and wing it. Uh, this week, you're going to be hearing a song from one of Blake's side projects called The Sharts. Uh, uh, nice. Blake, which song would you like to play this week? Oh,
0: man, uh, you put me right on the spot. Uh, just Fifth Dimension.
1: All right, so this song is Fifth Dimension uh, by the... Uh, members of the band
0: you're talking to all five members all five members of, of the shards uh, this song is called fifth dimension it is literally about living in the fifth dimension and that means nothing right and that's what the band's about it, it, it's good fun music man i hope
1: you guys enjoy all right thanks again guys